ask you how yesterday went. Oh, it went good. <laughs> I didn't hit my goal, which, you know, but I'm okay. trying not to beat myself up. It was good. Sure. That's all right. Maybe next time. Yeah. If there's going to be a next time for you, you know, try it Definitely. again. But, uh, yeah, I was thinking about it. I was wondering how you were doing. I appreciate uh, that. But that's good. Welcome back, guys. We're live. Give it a couple minutes for people to come in. I'm here with my co-host, uh, Candace Harper. How are you, Candace? Doing, doing good. Good to, good to see you. I like yeah. the sh uh, the um, the orange. Uh, there's a color for that. Don't tell me. I'm trying to think of what. There's a color. Coral? Is that coral? <laughs> it's actually, I don't know. Like, you know how it's different on different screens? In real life, it's a very, very orange orange. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Like pure orange. But gotcha. I can see how you could see, like, when I look at it on, on the screen, it does have, like, a corally. Yeah, huge. definitely got that. I like coral. I do, I do like do that you? color. <laughs> uh, let me go ahead and also put this on Instagram real quick just to let the people know that we are live today. Guys, we got a good show in store for you today. Um, we'll, we'll talk about it momentarily. Give some right. people some, uh, some time to come in here. Time to roll in. This is not our normal day, so people might have been looking that's for That's true. Oh, yeah. That's right. right. That's right. Um, Thursday. That's right. Actually, I got an email from Carrie, oh. uh, who I assume is probably watching. Um, he was asking if uh, he said, did you cancel the show? No, he didn't say oh. that. That's what, that's what he meant. Uh, but he was just like, didn't see you yesterday. Hopefully you're not sick. Hopefully no. you didn't get rid of Candace. I love Candace. No, no, he didn't say that. He didn't say that. Uh, <laughs> okay, guys. So um, earlier this morning, um, I was thinking um, I have a series called Leading the Relationship, and Candace clearly is a relationship and, and love coach. So I thought it would be a good idea for us to kind of uh, continue last week's um, trend, which uh, will offer you five and five, uh, five um, benefits of being in a relationship from the woman's perspective, and I'll offer the men's perspective. And uh, Candace was pleased with this topic. I love it. And so um, why don't you start first, Candace? Yeah. Well, one thing, you know, I always like for us to make distinctions about things, right? Mm -hmm. Sure. So, you know, we're talking about the benefits of being in a relationship. And I wanted to add a healthy, committed relationship. Very because, good. right, I think there's so many of us out there who just think that the holy grail is being in a relationship or having somebody, right? And I actually think you're better off single if you don't have some of these qualities, some of these things mm -hmm. of a healthy, healthy, committed relationship. So the first mm -hmm. one that I Very good starter. Very good way to start. Excellent. Yeah, yeah. right? Yep. Yep. Some people have it clear in their mind, but it's not about being desperate to be with somebody. Sure. But um, the first one I came up with is the benefit of being in the space of someone who knows you, right? Like that is mm. that can be a very good feeling when you have a healthy relationship mm. with someone and just being together with them, spending quality time with them. I actually think that that's part of our the reason for our existence is to relate with each other. And so mm -hmm. to be able to experience that, like part of our human experience, that knowing a sense of team a sense of partnership, I feel like that's very magical. So that's my first one. I think a big benefit for women and a big benefit that women can offer in a committed relationship is that sense of partnership and being on a team. It's fantastic. When someone knows you and you're working together, us against the world yes, yes. or us against whatever. Yeah. Yep. I like that. Is that that's actually uh, 
my number three, uh, believe it or not. Yeah, <laughs> I, 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 imagine, I imagine we're going to have some, uh, some parallels, some similarities, similarities. Yes. Yeah. Um, that's what I need to order as a board. And I, and I and it was on my to-do list to order a board. That way I don't have to look at my phone. That that will be coming soon. Um, where did I put it at? Here we go. Now, I want to I wanna start by saying that I think it's important. It doesn't have to be this way, but it is important that you date poorly, but then marry um, appropriately. So I think I think you're going to you're going to date poorly and you have to almost expect that yeah in the beginning stages of kind of getting out there and you don't even know who you are yet, you may not know what you're going to do for a living. You don't even know yourself. Um, you're probably going to date a little poorly because you'll be making a lot of your decisions based on the senses and what the body wants and just inexperience, you know, what feels good. Uh, so I would say it's okay to date poorly. Meaning, have some, have a couple flings that didn't didn't produce anything, but you got some good information from it. Yeah, uh, but when it's time to go into the relationship, as Candace alluded to earlier, um, you have some some history and some experience behind you, so you can make that selection appropriately. Um, so, number one for me is focus. Um, what what I would say about relationships is get when you get into a committed relationship as a man, um, I'll be speaking from the man's point of view mostly, but it, um, is that a man's focus is laser sharp. Um, now, that's not to say you can't be focused if you're uh, dating casually. You, you can, but you have to be extremely disciplined. Um, a lot of women or excuse me, a lot of men follow the woman's path. A lot of the time. And um, I don't necessarily um, think that that uh, it should be the man's way all the time, because if you pick the right woman, her way is going to be productive and beneficial to you as well. Uh, But focus is really important for men when you get in a relationship. Um, I have a note here. Women can be distractions. If you allow them to be. And and, and I don't fault women for that. Women. Women like attention. Uh, women like to be out. Women like to talk to the man they're interested in. There's a lot of communication, and I'm all for communication. But when you have a lot of women, um, there's a lot of management that must take place in order to keep those relationships afloat. Um, and if you're a man that maybe is trying to focus on building a brand, a business, um, or just be successful with the company you work for, um, I say that if you want to get ahead of the game, uh, be that man that can be self-sufficient and rely on himself, but then attract an incredible woman to come into your life where the two of you could be beneficial to one another and have a great time, kind of get away from the world and be together, present, and enjoy each other's company. But focus is number one for me. I, I think that once a man gets that, those, those, that, the dating behind him, he knows what's out there. He's dated various women, different cultures, different ethnicities, different ages. He gets that experience. He sees what you know what's what's available out there. Now he can go in and be more precise, and then pick that exact woman that he's looking for, and then bring her into the his bring her into his life, and then have that laser sharp focus for the two of them, and also for his business, and and also his other other things such as hobbies, and most importantly, his health. Yeah, I love that. I absolutely love that. And I and my experience with men has been the clearer they are, the more focus they have, the easier they are to be with. <laughs> the more appealing as well. That's very true. That's right? very true. And a lot yep. of men aren't necessarily taught that to like get it together. And I don't mean like you have to be rich to be with but but just know what you're about, right? 
I love Rap. that one. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, focus is so important in a man's life, uh, especially if we are going to be uh, the protector, the leader. If, if we're going to take on those roles, um, you have to be very sharp. You have to be coherent. You can't have a lot of distractions. You must know what you want. You have to be focused. You have to be disciplined. Um, it doesn't come really that early in life. I mean, unless you have a mentor such as myself or someone like Candace, um, you know, then we could kind of put those those ideas and those uh, and those um, suggestions in your ear. But if you don't have anybody telling you that, then you're kind of just copying what other people are doing. Well, I'm 21. I should be partying right now. I'm 21. I should be doing this. I'm 25. I shouldn't be getting married yet. None of my friends are married yet. So this is why I want everybody to kind of think for themselves. So get that dating behind you. Uh, don't make a lot of foolish decisions. You know, if you make a mistake, don't make the same one again. Get the information. Figure out what you're going to do for a living. Secure your livelihood. Uh, make sure you can um, um, uh, operate a household without without mm. company, without someone. Mm. Make sure you can cook, clean, pay your bills, um, establish good credit, get a nice nest egg behind you. And when that happens, I think, and, and you're dating during that time casually, and then once, but then, but then there's going to come a time you're like, you know what? I want this one woman, um, and, and we're going to run this thing. And I, and I just think, it, and I just think a man is very, very focused when he when he knows what he wants. He's got that dating history behind him. He knows what he's looking for, and he picks that woman. They come in. It's a great fit. It makes sense. And the man has laser sharp focus after that. Yeah. Do you think men struggle with with knowing, like being okay with where they're at and being able to grow from there? Do you think it's like, mm. you know, because I, I feel like with women in general, there's that sort of, um, you know, like beating yourself up if you're not in you know one place or another or you haven't met family mm. expectations, things like that. Do you think that mm. men, men and gen we're generalizing often mm. struggle with that, like that I'm not where I should be. I'm not making enough. I'm not what I should be. Mm. Well, I'm okay with generalizing, number one. I just want you to know that I'm okay with generalizing because um, <laughs> I'm okay with that. Uh, picking out like the like the, the anomalies and, the, and, you know, it. I mean, that's another topic. But, yes, I have a broadcast coming up. I may do it tomorrow where I talk about the insecurities of men, insecurities that they don't necessarily share uh, until they, maybe they meet with me, a mentor such as myself. But, yes, that is a concern, uh, how they compare against other men. Uh, how, that um, do they make enough money? Now they're competing with women who actually have opportunities they they once didn't have. So they're wondering if they make more. Now they're 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 worried about making more money than the next man, which they shouldn't be. Yeah. I understand the concept, but to be worried about that, you shouldn't be. However, I understand the concept, uh, and then now you're worried about if the woman makes more money than you. For example. Yeah. I had a client recently <laughs> who, uh, who, who who told me a woman asked him, asked him this question on the first date, which was, how do you feel about a woman making more money than you? Mm -hmm. That was like, and then she asked him, do you live in a house do, or do you live in an apartment? Uh, do you rent? Like there was a lot. <laughs> in a way, I liked it. In a way, I liked it because she was being, you know, specific, asking very yeah. specific questions. Yeah. Uh, but at the same time, I do, in short, that is a concern men have. How how do they measure up? Do they make enough money? Are they where they need to be at this point in their life? That is a major concern of most men that I coach. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that makes a lot of sense because I work with a lot of women who make a lot of money and, you know, have powerful positions. And one of the things that often comes up is how to deal with that energy of, you know, would you be with someone who makes less, things like that. 
And I think, you know, what I'm finding with women, it's like, you know, the attraction is there if he's confident about what he's doing and he's clear. It's, it's rarely mm. really about the numbers. It's really about his clarity and his, um, his confidence around it. Like if he's really uh, passionate and devoted and focused on what he's doing, the numbers have a whole lot less uh, weight than I, I think. think I, often, yep. Mm, sorry to interrupt you. Continue, please. Yeah, then I think often, you know, people think that they would. I think with the Candaces of the world, um, that that is true. Um, and respectfully, I will say there's a lot of women that do look at the bottom dollar. There's like, how much money do you make? They don't, you know, they don't even care how you get it. You know, like, like how do you get it? And then they start asking, okay, is he a banker? Is he a lawyer? Is he an accountant? Um, what do you do? You're an entrepreneur. Okay, cool. What kind of lifestyle comes with being an entrepreneur? Because I got to be attracted to that too. So there's a lot of variables that... Uh, this new breed of men and women are thinking about that's very materialistic and superficial that woman, though? if the woman is the right. bottom line is right. that what you want to attract right you don't you wanna, you, yeah right? You don't want to. You don't want to, but you may have to uh, get that experience behind you. I think it's important to date a superficial woman, so you so you know not to marry one. I think it's it's I think it's sometimes it's good to experience both things so you have a preference afterwards and so that's why i say get that dating i'm sure you've dated men that on the onset were attractive and then uh maybe getting to know who they were actually uh beyond the the facade you no longer were interested uh is that fair to say that happened for you and then maybe even likewise, men felt the same way about you, you know, that they, they, and even me, you know, women probably dated me as like, okay, this guy is controlling, uh, you know, and I'm not, I'm very controlling, but, uh, but it would work for a woman that, that appreciates and is attracted to how um, specific I am. So if, if I have a woman that comes in and is like, ew, you're controlling. Bye bye. See you later. Yeah. There, but there's also a woman out there that would go, "Oh my God, I love that I finally uh, met a man that knows exactly what he wants, how he wants it, and he's specific, and he also like kind of even educates me on how to do it. He's not like he just expects me to do it. He educates me, shows me how to do it. So there's two different types of women, and I would suggest, I would advise, and I and I continually advise men to go with the woman that actually enjoys who you really are. Mm-hmm. I agree with that 100. percent Cool. Uh, let's move on to number two, if you're ready. Yeah. So my number two is a little bit more of a basic one, but I think one of the big benefits to being in a healthy, commit, committed relationship is having someone to help you do things, mm-hmm. <laughs> like in life, whether it's That's you know, honest. right, fixing mm-hmm. things, building things, lifting things, you know, uh, mm-hmm. maintaining, just you know, working together for the logistics of life. I mean, as a single person, you know. When I made the decision that single life is something I need to choose for a while, mm-hmm. one thing I really got present to was that even though I'm capable of doing a lot of things, like it's so much. You didn't want to. Yeah. Even me. Want to, yeah. Yeah. Well, there's only so much time in a day, and and uh, you know, do you really want to tackle all those? Those little things, but those little things are really big things. Yeah. You know, like like for example, a woman ironing your shirt. Yeah. You know, of course you can go to the cleaner, but then you got to go to the cleaner. You know, you got to go to the cleaners, pick it up, drop it off. I mean, do you have that much time? A guy like me, no. Uh, I'm gonna need somebody. You know, or I shouldn't sit and need. I'm gonna, I'm gonna want uh, someone to to take on some of those tasks. So I would agree with you. Delegation of of certain. Um, 
certain um, responsibilities or even just, um, like as you said, lifting things, building <laughs> things, putting things together. together. Um, those, things, well, those things are attractive to women, aren't they? Oh, yeah. And even coming together on who you're going to hire to do things. Do you know what I mean? Yep. <laughs> and we're going to yep. have somebody come in and, you know, they're going to do all of the, the household things if we have the means to do that. And if we don't, that it's not something where one person is, you know, on their own trying to figure out all the logistics. I think when you have a healthy mm-hmm. relationship, that's a huge benefit to just be able to know that you've got each other's back when it comes to things. You know how many times I've I've studied invoices or or um, or proposals from different companies, whether they're going to come paint or whatever, and I'm looking at prices. I'm also looking at reputation, how long they've been in business, reviews, because I look at everything, you know, before I hire. And then you know, the woman looks at that too. It's like, how thorough are you as a man? Do you kind of make decisions emotionally, or do you take your time and say, okay, we appreciate your time, thank you for the quote. Uh, we're going to go ahead and uh, um, assess the situation. We'll let you know by the end of the week. And then that it, it, that man that can do that it's very attractive for a woman to, yeah. to even to even just witness it would you agree with that like when a man's conducting business in a professional manner uh respectful to the the, the potential recruits or whoever you're gonna respectful to them um isn't that something that a woman is like attracted to 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 witness her man uh doing that yeah i mean and i also think it depends on the dynamic of the woman i know for me personally i love that because that's those are the kinds of things i always call them admin things those admin things that for me, I'm like, you know, it's the last thing that I want to think about. I don't mind, you know, making choices. We, you know, we're going to paint the house and, you know, what color looks best and all of that stuff. But like what you're talking about, the researching, making sure somebody's qualified, all of that. Mm-hmm. I love a man who can do all of that stuff mm-hmm. and is willing to do yeah. it. However, I also mm-hmm. so realize that in other relationships, the dynamic is reversed. And if that works, it works, you know, because some men don't like that minutia. Some men they sure. want to be part of the, you know, the big picture and that there's women out there that are like, I'll make sure that all the, you know, the I's are dotted and the T's are crossed. Yep. I think if you can find that mm-hmm. sort of collaboration, that's a beautiful thing in a relationship. Yeah, I agree. I mean, you know, not not every man is the same, you know, and not yeah. every woman is the same, but it's got to make sense for the two of you. You know, yeah. you guys focus on what you're strong at and what you're not or what you just prefer not to deal with. If you're if you're if you're a woman or your man says, hey, don't worry about this. I'll take care of this, this and this. You focus on that. You'll do that better than me and uh, we'll get the job done faster. Collaborate, collaborative efforts are, are important. Uh, that goes into my number three. So your number two is like my number three. Yeah. Uh, but so, I, like I said, there's going to be a lot of similarities <laughs> here. But um, so my number two is structure. Uh, I think a lot of single people are not structured. Um, that's not to say all, but there's going to be you're, – you're, you're more so um, – um, you give in to peer pressure a lot of the time when you have a lot of single friends. Let's go here. Let's go there. There's a party here. you know. And then you kind of – you at the same time, you do want to go. And another, por- another part of you wants to kind of maintain that friendship, the dynamic to that friendship. So then you're like, all right, maybe I'll go for a couple hours. But at what expense? You're tired the next day. Maybe you drink too much. Maybe you spent money you didn't have. Uh, maybe you yeah. put yourself at risk that night. Uh, for for whatever, uh, and so I think when you're in a committed relationship, there's more structure and there's routine. I always say, say routine is healthy for both individuals. When when two people have a routine, um, they're communicating throughout the day. Uh, they everyone's in the loop. 
I think that's beautiful. I love structure. So for me, I'll keep it simple. Number two is structure. Um, and I and I do believe men men definitely need structure, and I think women need structure. And I think there's something to be said about a woman who can have structure, but that can be enhanced. Her structure can be enhanced by a man uh, mm. with great structure. Yeah, tell me about that. What's that? <laughs> tell me about that. That because as you're talking, I'm thinking about mm. how you know when you are single, it's important to be building structure for yourself. Because you're right, I think we all need it. But when you say that a woman's structure can be be enhanced by a man's structure, mm-hmm. like what's yep. what's an example? Okay, so I can only speak from personal experience, and the majority of women, and I've dated different types of women. I've dated women that make six figures easily, uh, very mm-hmm. educated women, doctors. Um, a lot of them don't have a lot of willpower. Okay, mm-hmm. they 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 seek guidance from friends and family for almost everything. Now that's not to say men don't do this. Men do this too. I mean, so I'm not, you know, I'm, I'm not saying men don't do this. Today, today's man has no idea who he is. And, and so he's looking everywhere except here, except the mirror, but he's, he's looking everywhere for some sort of inspiration or guidance. Um, I'm not going to call that wrong. Good thing there's people in place like us, but uh, the majority of women that I've dated, whether they be young or middle-aged, um, uh, professionally sound, um, uh, financially uh, independent, they still had weak areas where they were they they struggled with willpower, or um, or routine, or getting up on time, or diet. Uh, uh, just they lack structure. They may have been strong in one area, but they were like weak in a lot of other areas that were detrimental to themselves and their relationship. And so I think if a man comes in. When he has his shit together, financially, health-wise, um, he's kicked bad habits, he's on a routine, and then he, in, and he invites a woman into that system, and she desires more structure, he's mm. going to naturally enhance who she is. Mm. But see, but it comes back to this, though. Women have to want, <laughs> women have to want a strong man. Mm-hmm. They, I think women want strong men until he tells her something that needs to be improved. <laughs> it's like, no, it's like men want strong men. Uh, hang on. Men want strong men, passionate men, men that know who they are, that self-identification or as Candace says, self-possession. You, you can't want that and then have him not have that energy with you. It, it has to be respected throughout the entire – you want that man? Okay, now, of course, he has to be respectful to you and not demeaning. But if he's going to enhance um, where you have weaknesses and let's say you don't have willpower and he and you seek his guidance, well, baby, how did you do this? What do you suggest? He gives you suggestions. You work together. Now you've enhanced that woman. She has to do the work. She has to have the desire, but you enhanced her. So I will tell women out there who might be listening to this or find this, you can't want a strong man and say, I want you strong with everybody else with me, but me. I want, you to have, I want you to protect, but until if I'm doing something, let me be. It doesn't work that way. Yeah. <laughs> I think on some level, I think, though, um, the idea of that that generally speaking that women are looking looking for what they lack as far as structure or looking for a man to guide them into structure i mean i think that dynamic exists 
But I do think that in order to be someone who's ready for the type of man that you'd want as a woman, you have to, you do have to already have that in your life on a lot of levels. And I don't think any of us is doing it perfectly, right? So even if you're very structural in your life, unless you're a sociopath, you don't have everything 100% perfect. We're all sort of like, uh, you know, living our lives like we live our lives. So even though, let's say, I know I'm a, I'm a healthy eater, I'm going to have a cheat day every now and then. Or I know I'm some, you know, like I take my dog on a five-mile hike every morning. But now there's going to be a morning here and there where, you know, I, I fail at it because it's the weather or, you know, I don't feel well or something like that. Um, but I think that the idea that that women, especially a woman who's a doctor, a woman who's a lawyer, that they don't have enough structure and that- You'd be surprised. You'd be surprised. Well, I'm not These women, yeah, I'm not you'd be they surprised. They make a lot of money, but they spend a lot of money. They're in deep. They're in deep debt. Uh, they they try to keep up with the Joneses. A lot of these women, they live lifestyles that are very busy, which uh, also um, persists or uh, contains a lot of traveling. Uh, like I said, dinners out; those things are expensive, and and so uh, a, lot, a lot of people like to say how much they make, but they don't want to tell you how much they actually have. And there and there's <laughs> there's a difference. There's a difference yeah. between the two. Yeah. But do you think it, that part of it yeah. is is we attract the energy that we're safe space for? So you're someone who's very measured and controlled and structured so you might attract in someone else someone who, who lacks that but and that's not an argument to not be that but mm-hmm. the assumption can't be that that's that's what's out there it's it's i attract the energy that i put out right so if i'm someone who you know as a woman who's extremely structured then and i come up against a man who's extremely structured we might have a lot of this <laughs> Because we both already have our structures in place. And maybe the women who have right. it together like that aren't right. the women that, yep. that you To that have. point, to that point, um, you can't have somebody come in that lacks structure but doesn't want to be taught anything. Okay? Mm-hmm. It's one thing if you, you are inept, inexperienced, ignorant, whatever. Um, mm-hmm. and, but, and you claim it. You're like, hey, listen, I, I don't have a lot of experience there. But I'd love for you to, you know, I'd love to be under your guidance for this. But what I'm seeing is people have too much pride to admit that they are not strong in this one area. And so for me to be with a woman, I got she's got to be able to tell me, listen, I'm not as strong as you here, uh, but I'd love to learn from you. Yeah. And you be the, the gleaming example of that, and you could show me how to do it. Yeah, I mean, uh, I, I, it's one thing if you know what you're doing, then you don't need correction or you don't need uh, supervision or guidance or uh, any of that. You don't need to monitor anybody. But if you yeah. don't know what you're doing, you require – you're going to have to be monitored. <laughs> it's the does way it work, is. Does that work both ways, though? Does it works work both ways. Both? It yeah. does. It does. Yeah. It works both ways. I just don't recommend that a man that's weak, inexperienced, doesn't understand women, doesn't understand himself, should have no business getting into a relationship because a woman will eat you alive because a woman will, will sniff that weakness out. Um, mm. I say women are ruthless. I don't know if you watched that video. I think mm. all women yeah, are ruthless at the core, uh, but it's not a bad thing. I think they're ruthless. Um, when they really want something, they're ruthless. In the pursuit of that, and, and 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 they really don't stop until they get it. A lot of women, or if they're ruthless to get away from you, they don't give a shit about you. If they're done with you, they're done with you. Women are not usually too much in the middle. They're either all the way in or they're not in at all. In my experience, women are ruthless. But I but I think it's a good thing, and I'm glad they're that way. 
To yeah. be honest with you, I'm glad women are that way. Uh, it's a but benefit you don't to them. Men are that way as well. I feel like I think, that's generally mm -hmm. how how people are. You know, it's I because think, I think. Go ahead. Not 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 when not men. Men want to no. be that way, but they're not. Men wish mm. they were that way. Men wish this is why this is why women this is why men uh, bash women all the time because there's qualities about women that they wish they possessed. Mm. Okay, this is the truth. Men wish they were as ruthless as women, but they're not. They wish they could. See, men fall in love. Men mm. fall in love. Women don't fall in love. N women think they fall in love. This is another topic. Whoa, women, women. <laughs> yeah, For, yeah. I know. I know. Listen, listen, men. Men, generally men don't have as many options as, as women. They don't have as many options. Although women think because they got 20 guys coming at them that they got 20 good options. They don't typically have 20 good options. They have one at best of the 20. Yeah. Uh, but but they, get, they fall into that, that self-deception. Oh, I have 20 men that want me, but none of them want to marry you. Uh, none of them actually have their shit together. So those aren't good options. Whereas men... You know, I think men men just don't have like a man like me has the options. I know that, but I put the work in. Uh, but the, the the average man, he doesn't know who he is. He doesn't have options. He doesn't. He finds one woman that talks to him, and he'll fall in love with her after a couple conversations. And don't give him any sex, because now I'll marry you. And so, and this is not this is not against Candace. I I really respect yeah, Candace. I'm just talking. I'm just talking. Yeah. But the truth is, is that men. Get a taste of a woman, smells her hair. You know, even one guy commented on you. He calls you a Reese's peanut butter cup. That's simp behavior. Really, he was complimenting you, but I don't know why. I mean, I mean, he's complimenting you, but that was the first thing he said. So I could see him displaying some simp behavior, some some, some weak behavior if, if the emphasis is just about how a woman looks. But the average man, due to his lack of experience and his lack of options, once a woman either identifies that weakness or that inexperience, or he just happens to get a date, he's going to do whatever he can to secure that because he doesn't have other options. And so that's why I say once a woman figures that out, she's ready to eat you alive. But when you have a matter, a little indifference to you, like, I like you, but I don't need you. Okay. I have options. I'm good. I'm full. Okay. I'm very full. And so a woman will also feel that energy when I have to come correct then. So, um, you know, Here's I just feel like to, yeah, go ahead. Well, the thing that's shocking me is that this, this is a conversation that I hear most women having, that men don't fall in love, that they're ruthless, that when they're done with you, they're done with you. They'll move on quickly. Like I, a yeah. lot of women say those things. And also women say there's no good men out there. There's very few and far between. Mm -hmm. So when you have one and and when they think they have one tend to get like hooks, like I'm desperate for him now. Like, that's why I'm shocked. Not because I'm like, yeah. sure. you know, in any sort of. I can understand that. I understand like, that. Yeah. I also think. I also think women don't hold themselves accountable, but I also think don't think men do either. I don't yeah. think people in general that leave a relationship or had a relationship result that didn't favor them generally look at the person in the mirror it's always so i think both sexes do this so um, um i will tell you there's a category of men such as myself um I'm a lone wolf in the world. I really am. I don't need a crew. Uh, I'm a one-man wrecking machine, so I don't need a crew. However, if I can network with some men that have some sense and know what the fuck they're doing, then we can we can we can do this. But you know, I'm a one-man one-man wrecking crew. So uh, um, you know, a guy like me, I'm, I am ruthless. I'm ruthless in every endeavor that I engage in, uh, but not unfairly. 
I'm ruthless. I know exactly what I want. I'm ruthless with um, how zoned in I am on what I want. I'm ruthless with that, okay? But not at the expense of hurting people, not at the expense of manipulating one and make, manipulating anyone, or at the expense of getting um, the greater end of a deal while somebody else is taking crumbs. That's not, yeah. I, I have integrity with my ruthlessness. So is that what you're saying? You feel like women, women uh, are the opposite? Like ruthless and without integrity? Not caring about most of them, yes. Most of in my experience, and and through through real, yes. And I I don't say this. uh, I want to make sure I don't say this. This isn't. (laughs) I'm not proud to say this. I'm not happy to say this. It's not a report that I'm excited to give. However, I think women women in general, not women, not all women, but the majority of women are reckless. They make decisions based on how they feel in the moment. They're not really thinking about tomorrow a lot of the time. Um, again, not all women. There's a, there's some women who had fathers, great super, you know, people that led them, and they and and they put them on game. They put their daughters on game. Uncles is like, hey, you know, you got to think about tomorrow, live for the future, because you're probably not going to die tomorrow. So you know, you'll be here in five years. What are you going to be? You know, where do you want to be in five years? These are important questions. Live now. Uh, for where you'll be in five years, live today where, where you want to be in five years. Women don't think like that. I, I blame their, their lack of parenting, lack of fathers in the home. I don't just blame women like it's not like I say this and I think to myself, they're just stupid. No, they don't have leaders, man. Women don't have a lot. And, and, then, and then the man leaves for whatever reason you leave or you didn't want to get this woman pregnant. Uh, now you leave. You don't want to be there. Now she's stuck with frustration and and uh, angst and she doesn't want to even do the job anymore because it was it's like a broken home so now she has to deal with it but she doesn't want to deal with it and then those kids feel that energy so it goes back there's a there's a lot to be said there but i will say that women are reckless with their decisions not all the time but a, a large majority of the time they're reckless and they live in their emotions but sometimes Living in as women live in their feelings, it benefits them. Mm. It benefits sometimes. I made a video on this the other day. That's how yeah. women get over relationships so quickly because they they can change their identity so fast. Hang on, yeah. <laughs> they, they'll change their identity so fast. First, first it happens inside, then it happens outside. Uh-huh. They want to forget who they were in that situation, and they do very very easily. Where men. Men, I, I know men that have had the same haircut for 20 years. I'm like, bro, when are you going to change your haircut, man? That's why you feel the same because you look the same. You dress the same. You listen to the same stuff. You go to the same places. This is exactly why you feel like the same person. But that person is no longer serving you. So it's time to reinvent. Go to new places. Change up your look. You know, mm-hmm. uh, enhance your appearance. Maybe buy another house. Sell that old motherfucking house and move, go to a different neighborhood. You know, in, in order to feel different, you have to become something different in a way and women are great at that that's why they that's why it appears that they easily move on from relationships more so than men well i'm glad that you qualified that with appears because a lot of the things that you're saying i feel like this is the exact conversation that i have with with you know women clients where it's like you know they can be pining away limerence limerence is a common thing with women where it's like the hope of of having something with someone and then having it break down i i and i think you're right in the sense that we do have a good framing for how to let go of the past by by growing or changing yourself 
But I don't think that that's just about the outer change. That's also about knowing that, that you have to be a different person to have a different experience. But what's blowing my mind is that with a lot of the things that you're saying, I, you know, the conversation that I get, even when I'm in like my, my uh, women's groups and things like that, the conversation is often, you know, we're the ones left hurt. We're the ones, you know, trying to pick up the pieces. We're the ones who have to, have to recover quickly that men just go and do what they want to do. And I think that what you're saying is valid. There's truth to that. There's truth to that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I think that mm -hmm. what you're saying is very valid, especially when you talk about that men tend to not, not change so quickly because there is that, that tendency towards complacency. But I also think that it's two perspectives that are almost identical between how a lot of women see it and the way a lot of men see it. And I think that's part mm -hmm. of why we tend to not be able to connect on things because we're assuming that the other is, is missing the, yep. um, the ability mm -hmm. to really, you know, uh, connect and empathize. Right. I, agree, I do. I do that agree with that. Has it easier. I do yeah. agree with that. I do agree with that. Um, again, though, I think both parties lack accountability and personal mm -hmm. responsibility when it comes to what was your part yeah. in the destruction and the demise of a relationship. It's always the other person. I want to see men a lot, a lot of men stop doing that, and I, I'd love to see women stop doing that, too. Um, I want to read this real quick. There is no benefit in relationship wasting too much time spending too much money and getting nowhere. Lone wolf, that's – okay. Um, you, I, I don't know what he means, and I don't know if he's presenting himself correctly. Um, but if you – the only way a man should be in a relationship with a woman is if he's – qualified her and she's on his program is the only way you should be spending less money with the right woman you should be making more money with the right woman if you're over here talking about you're spending more money you're then you got the wrong woman and you don't have any kind of like i, I would say um self-awareness you don't know how to pick a woman i wish uh oh <laughs> i better watch my mom i wish a woman would come in here and, and try to ruin my routine you either are in love with me the man and in love with my routine or you don't get in and, and, and I want men to know that. That's the problem. Uh, again, more blame. You know, you're spending too much money. Bro, the right woman wants to accommodate you. The right woman wants to bring you more money. She wants to build with you. Okay? She wants to learn from you. She wants you to be her idol in a sense. Not, not in an unhealthy way, but she looks up to you. She fucking respects you, honors you. Why would she want you to be at a deficit the wrong, the wrong man will be with women that bring him to a deficit. The right man's gonna choose the right woman to help bring come in as an asset. So I want to make sure I say that. I'm, I'm tired of men saying stupid shit like that. Uh, yeah. Bobby, the producer, unless he was wrong, unless he, you know, misrepresented himself and he can come back. But, you know, this is top level champion game over here. Uh, I don't want to yeah. hear any weak, weak bullshit. Uh, Bobby, the producer, 1999. Thanks, brother, for the uh, peace and love. We thank you for that. I may have missed something up here from LeBron. Thank you so much, LeBron, for the 20. Really enjoy the Killing the Simp series. The simp is dying in me. Appreciate you, brother. My pleasure, man. Um, it's kind of a process. You got to kill the simp before you can lead the relationship. Um, you know, I got two or series. The martyrdom. Pardon me? It's the martyrdom. Like the guy who was coming about spending all the money. I mean, I don't, I don't know the full definition of simp as you, as you define it, but it's the martyrdom. It's the like, mm -hmm. I'm, I to have a relationship, I gotta do all these things, and it's like, you're, what are you trying to do? 
when you're doing all those things. It's like if you're really in love with someone, and I agree with yeah, you. Yeah, weak. That, that's what he is. He's a weak man. He's a weak yeah. man, and he probably has very poor sexual discipline. And I'm not mm-hmm. talking to him. I'm talking about men like that. You know, that comment isn't really directed at him. No, but no. in general, um, no man's ever going to come over here and tell me that bullshit. Because a man that knows himself and he's on a tight routine, he respects himself. And there's that 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 self uh, governing I talk about. You think mm-hmm. we're gonna let a woman come in and fuck up our program? Absolutely not. Mm-hmm. I, I don't want to hear no weakness like that. And I will go in hard on that, big time. Or attract uh, attract a woman that's looking to do that. Like there's there, there's you know good and bad in all of us. So you're gonna attract someone mm-hmm. that's looking to do that to you if you're living a life that's in integrity with yourself. Hundred percent, and and, uh, and a woman will see that, and she'll say, "Oh, damn! I can't manipulate him. I can't, I can't get nothing from him. He's too. His game is too tight. I can't. I can't fuck with him. I got to go find a mark, uh, which is the majority of men. Which is why I created this business and this channel to help you stop being a mark." Okay. <laughs> let's let's make the distinction though. There is a type of woman sure. that's looking to. Yes, that. not all women. Not all, all no. women are looking yes. to treat you like a mark. Yes. I, I appreciate right? the distinction. I appreciate yeah. that because it's not all women. It's not. Yeah. Because um, we'll, you know, I, women do it as well. We set ourselves up with that general mistrust. When we say all men ain't shit, and then that's what you end up attracting is this idea of, of the man who just wants to use you, and that's all you'll attract if that's your thinking about all the men you meet. If you're like with a suit of armor for this type of man, you are the space and the energy for attracting that kind of man. Hundred percent. Hundred percent. Number three is something we've already discussed, so I won't go too long into this. It's support. You know, Mm -hmm. you mentioned uh, having somebody. um, You know, maybe do some of the heavy lifting or whatever that sort of thing. So support, take on life together was my note. It's good to take strength in numbers. There Mm -hmm. is strength in numbers as long as you got the right support. You got the right cast. (laughs) Uh, There, there isn't strength uh, strength in numbers if you pick up if you pick the wrong people to deal with. Mm -hmm. So be choosy. uh, uh, Be very specific uh, with the company that you keep. But if you have the right team, man, there's strength in numbers. You can get a lot done. So number three is support. Now, can you do that? Living a single life, you can. You you still can. um, You know support. People that you date, I mean, there could be support. Maybe you're like, you know, someone who gives them advice or wisdom. Maybe you guys get together sometimes casual. You might have dinner or whatever. You don't want anything serious, but you get together. You might discuss a couple of things here and there. Maybe things are going on in her life. Uh, but when you when you, when you uh, pick that one woman that is in contention for marriage, I always say that a man should, a woman should, a man should not be in a relationship unless he can see himself married to that woman. Mm-hmm. There is absolutely no point. In upgrading a woman to to the relationship status, unless she's proven herself, okay, mm-hmm. and you've proven yourself, not just her. It's not like you stand there like a you know making taking notes on her, but I mean you two prove that you can be compatible and productive together. Yeah. The only way you should ever be in a, people go in relationships in their feelings now, just just because they went on two dates. You want to be my girlfriend? Sure. It's like nah, you should not be in a relationship. Even a woman, women do this a lot. Women go in relationships so fast. Would you agree with that? That women just go right into relationships with men. Generally, out, uh, coming out of coming out of one, and they'll go right back into the dating scene. Not all women, uh, not, okay, uh, but uh, but a lot of women. They go right back out there because they need a quick distraction. They, uh, they don't want to face, you know, what they need to face, and they go right back into the relationship. Is that a problem? Um, I do think it can be because I do think it's important to have a a 
conscious period of singlehood in your adulthood as a woman. And I think often, especially young women, when you're in that mind state that you have to be in a relationship, then yeah, that does often happen. But I also think that, I mean, my experience has been that men, especially older men who really want a relationship, they want to do it, they want to do it fast, and they want to instantly be like, you, you've already been married for 30 years. So I think either end of it, it's not the healthiest thing because you just move way too fast. This is a, a productive comment, uh, one that I wish the last guy would have left. I think he meant well, but he presented wrong. Keep in mind something, guys. You got one chance. You might be dealing with somebody who's giving you one chance to bring forth your best self. And if you present emotionally or from a place of lack, um, you, you know, your ass is out. And so, like, Joe, Joe Jones says, which something is very true, the man may have money, but no other prerequisite skills, and he seeks to use his money to make up for other lacks. Mm. That causes simping, which is true, which is why I always say, get your own place. Know mm. what it's like to go to bed by yourself. Uh, pay your bills on time. That's a good feeling for a man. I pay all my stuff on time. Everything's up to par. Uh, I don't have. I don't have, I have few debts. I can do this on my own. Uh, I love waking up by myself. I, I cook for myself. You should see my pots and pans. You should see my pots and pans. What I invest in utensils, pots and pans. Shit, I'm a fucking boss, man. Even when I cook, I'm a boss. But and, and I and I and I I'm not just feeling this. This is not a feeling. This is a reality. I invest in myself in everything that I do. And, and that's why it would be hard for a, <laughs> it would be very hard for a woman to come in to be superior to me. Now, that it would be very hard. Like she would I mean, she'd have to be. Fucking superwoman or some shit. But what, I, what I'm saying, and I know that sound, it might come across bad, but I don't mean it like that. I mean that I've put so much investment into myself and so much time and care into the advancement of who I am as a man that I am not a needy man and I'm desperate for nothing, which is why I teach this to men. Sure. Sure. I love it. And I, I think being a needy man is not an attractive quality. <laughs> <laughs> if anyone is needy, and, and 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 Candace, you may like the, not like this, but I mean it. Mm. I mean it in a way that I feel is productive. If one of them are gonna be needy, let it be the woman. Mm. Be, I'm, I'm not saying I'm not saying she should be needy. Okay, I'm yeah, not. Yeah. I'm not. Yeah. Say, but yeah. if one of them is gonna be a little more needy, yeah, let it be the woman. Yeah. Because that's kind of a feminine quality. She's kind of needy, you know. A little, it's kind. Of, it's like part of being feminine. It's like you know, there's it's there's a softness to it. You know, it's uh, there's a little more emotion to it. If one of them are gonna be more needy, it should yeah. be the woman. Yeah. No, I don't agree with. I mean, I don't disagree with that at all. Like, I I think that the idea here is that we understand that women, when they are needy, tend to be a little bit more needy on the emotional side. And men, when they are needy, they tend to just, just there's a missing sort of understanding of, of who they are, right? It's like they're a little bit lost. So I think you're right. If the woman is the one who's a little more needy, there's, a, there's more opportunity for growing that and having health around that. When a man is lost, it's like... It's over. The relationship is <laughs> it's lost. It's over. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm glad Candace said that. Market yeah. 4646. When the man is lost, the relationship is lost. When the woman is lost, but the man's not, not we, lost. he can bring... Just needy. Just a little needy. Because if the woman's Pardon. lost... As well, that's not good. That's wrong. Yes, <laughs> that's better. Better stated. So not lost, but a little needy. Uh, mm. Needs a little more validation. Maybe a little bit, little, little more from you. I expect yeah. that from a woman. 
I do. I think yeah. men should expect that. Um, don't say you want a woman to submit to you, but then she submits to you. And, and, but, that, but that submission comes with a lot of different emotions. It's not just the positive. It's, it, it could be what, what, what lingers in her system that needs to be healed a little bit. So if you want submission, it's full submission. It's, it's her past. It's, it's maybe some things, some scarring from childhood. Can you help remedy that with your woman? Because submission is submission. It's not just I submit to you with all the things you love, but I'm going <laughs> to submit to you who I am, the totality of woman, yeah. and 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 a, and, a, and, a, and a strong man can take that on, and yeah. that's something I teach. Uh, it's like men want all the, all the, the luxuries of a woman, but don't want to deal with the other facets of a woman. And that goes into my number five, which I'll delay, but you better accept a woman as she is. If she submits to you, wonderful, beautiful things, productive things, there's going to be other sides to her that need nurturing. And you better be prepared for that. If you're going to be a man that's leading a relationship. Real quick, Omni Roma, thank you so much for the two hondo. Thank you so much. Um, very big, very big contributor here, and uh, I never want to uh, undervalue his uh, his continued support and his participation. So, thank you for that, Omni. Two hundred dollars. Greetings, Coach Eo and Candice. Keep the wisdom coming. We got two episodes left. <laughs> <laughs> this one so uh if you want us back uh you know uh definitely we're gonna you know guys like you make these shows happen yeah. and so omni roma is uh an incredible uh contribution to to myself and candace um you know i forgot to do our, our intro again today that's all right uh, that's all right uh, maybe i'll run it at the end but uh i do have a, a button for omni here we go That's a hardworking guy right there, Omni Roma. Thank you so much, man. Uh, my pleasure. Great to have you. Um, okay, I think we're on to number four. Well, I, did I do three? I didn't do my number three. Oh, my bad. I might have jumped you. That's all right. That's okay. My so yeah. my three, a really, really great benefit of a committed, healthy relationship is affection and sexual interaction. Like the physical closeness with someone who actually knows you, knows your body, knows your mind, mm -hmm. wants to have mm -hmm. sex with you as a show of affection, which I mean, for anybody who's ever had both kinds where it's like casual sex can be great, that, that's all fantastic. But the sex that you have because you're expressing affection to somebody and it's a mutual mm -hmm. affection, I feel like is unmatchable. <laughs> yep. So yeah, a committed healthy relationship is really uh, uh, a good aspect of it is, is a sexual, the sexual energy and the sexual exchange. I completely agree with that. Um, I also don't think that sex, sex appeal on a man's part is just the act of sex, but it's more so how he conducts himself outside of the bedroom. Because then she's thinking about you all day. She's like, damn, look how he looked when he went to work today. Yeah. You know, look at his hair. Ooh, I like his new haircut. Ooh, ooh, he bought that new cologne. Damn, I like how he's walking. Like, I like the way he walks. I like the way my man's back looks. Uh, I like how he's responsible. I like how um, 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 he's very disciplined. You know, like there are certain things that make the woman want him even more sexually, mm -hmm. but it's not always just the fit, the penetration. Guys want the penetration, but it, yeah. it it's how she feels and thinks about you throughout the day that contributes to her sexual desire for you. Uh, would you agree right. with that? 
Would you agree with that? Absolutely. Yeah. A hundred percent. And also too, you know, they say that when does was when does foreplay begin for the woman? And it's right after sex. Meaning that mm. you don't always have to be kissing and hugging, but women get turned on by their man being the, the things, the valuable things that they love about him. So like you said, mm. like, you know, all those those external things, but also that he's just showing up, he's being his word. Like that can be very sexy yep. stuff. He knows himself. Mm -hmm. All of that can be very sexy. And it, you don't have to use as much warm-up time. I mean, warm-up time is always good, <laughs> but it's not, <laughs> not as much as required if you're doing what you, what you, um, you know, say you're going to do throughout the day, if you're committed to being focused throughout the day. I think it's important, too, to maintain that level of, uh, of texting that involves flirtation, yeah. Um, you know, photos, videos, um, sexting. Uh, I think it's important to sex your girl and, and, uh, and even your man, you know, your woman sex, sex her man or text, you know, sext him. Meaning, you know, she might send you a random photo of her. Hey, I picked these up for you tonight. I got a see-through bra, uh, you know, whatever, whatever, you know, uh, it keeps that flame going. And I, and I think a lot of the time men want to, men and women want to do that early on, but then they abandon that later. And that's something that, uh, along with, Oh, I have a, I, I have a, this goes into another one of mine, dates. Uh, dates is still important um, within reason, you know, within reason. You also have to be with a woman that understands your schedule and your energy levels and wants you to put your energy into the most important things. Uh, sometimes dates are not the most important things. Uh, um, and you don't want to be with a woman who just wants to go on a date because she's used to going on dates. You want to go on a date because at this particular time, it makes sense. You want to get away from things. Uh, you've kind of planned it a little bit. You know, Friday night, we're going to go here, dress up a little bit, whatever. Uh, but not go on a date simply because it's something that you that you think you want or other people have. You know, there's nothing like a woman who says, baby, we don't need to go on a date because just being with you is date enough. You know, it's always a date. Being with you is a date. Okay. Yeah. If your woman doesn't feel that way for you, two things are happening. One, you don't have the right woman, and two, you're not the right man because there's something. If you've ever, I've seen this, uh, Candace. So I just, I, I've seen it in a woman, unfor, un not forced, uh, uncoerced, <laughs> where a woman's like, I just want to look at you. Like, I just want to look at you walk to the refrigerator. I just want to be next to you. That is the date. I'm the date. You know what I mean? And so until you've actually produced that kind of emotion in a woman, you'll never know what I'm talking about. You'll think all women are out for your dates and your money and everything else. And it's not that. It's the man. But you have to, to, to build that man and produce that man regularly for her to feel like that. I agree. But, and then also, what about building a date, regular dating into your structure? Yes, uh, that is uh, my number four spot. So I'll talk a little <laughs> bit about that. Yeah, I'll talk a little bit about that. But it can't be. I want to stress this because it's very important. It can't be where like your woman is used to being out. She's used to a type of treatment. And so she's going to feel like we're staying home again. It's got to be where like the woman appreciates the date doesn't like nag you for it but appreciates it so much because just being with you is sufficient enough mm -hmm. and so the date uh, but again women who say 
well, I don't know what that's like. They haven't been with a man I'm talking about. They haven't been mm. with a man like that. So if, if there are women out there that are like, oh, I, I don't know about that. You haven't met the man. And you also haven't been at the place in your life where you're settled. See, a woman has to be kind of settled to be okay with this. She has to be, she, you know, she can't be a super showy woman mm. wants to be seen. I'm kind of losing you there. Now you're back. Yeah, sometimes you look at the internet. Are you, what so, about now? So the woman, yeah, it's good. We're good. We're good. We're back. We're back. The woman has to be settled in her own life, okay? Her spirit has to be settled, okay? Her spirit has to be settled, which then if she meets a man where his spirit is settled, the two of them can just be in the same room, and it's like a date. But two people with unsettled spirits have to be out all the time. Oh, I gotta go out. I gotta be seen. So that's what that's what I'm saying. It's where is this coming from? Are the two of you settled as human beings and as spirit and as spirit spirit beings? Are you settled? Are you just happy to be with one another? Are you grateful for one another? Or is this I have a have a need to be out all the time and uh, like fuck that life? <laughs> I'm just gonna say fuck that life. I'm very against that life. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I get that. And I think, too, uh, being settled and also knowing how to appreciate. So oftentimes, I think both men and women, we get in this mindset of I'm not being appreciated enough. I'm not being given mm. what I want enough. And so that's when that sort of thing starts to happen. But mm. I, what, one thing we forget is when we want that, we have to be that. Like, if you want of appreciation, course. you have to be appreciative. And Say I think it all that's, the time. Right? Say it, it all the ways. time. Yeah. Yep. yeah. Yeah. If you want it, Yeah. And uh, and even submission. There's a level yeah. of submission that you do for your woman, man. Like I said, if she submits to you, pardon me, if she submits to you, you must now be, be ready and willing to accommodate everything that comes with her. Yeah. You know what I mean? Now, I'm not saying if she brings you a bunch of drama that you shouldn't be with the woman anyway, but I'm talking about the little things. You know, she needs your support. She needs your she needs your compliment. You know, women need compliments. I mean, you, you better stop and compliment your woman. You better notice her before she even wants you to notice her. Like, notice her hair is different. Notice um, she's wearing a different color. Uh, notice a new outfit. Uh, notice, uh, even notice little things around the house. Like, hey, I noticed you hung a, a different picture. I like that. But, real, real, you know, realistically speaking, though, if, if you're running the relationship, the, man, the woman's going to send you photos of the picture anyway before she buys it. Yeah. Uh, she's going to say, hey, baby, what do you think of this picture for the living room? There's a little spot underneath the chair. Uh, do you like this? I love it, baby. Grab it. And then, you know, and then you hang it. You do it as a couple, even. You know, maybe you make coffees or grab wine and cheese. All right, let's hang this picture so it's 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 a group collaborative effort and uh but you got to compliment your women you must validate them they need it they absolutely need it yeah yeah and i think men do they they need it as well but it's a men different kind it. of yeah and, and you know talk I about client, that candace very important please i will the, i had a client at one point who she you know a lot of her issues stem from the complaints that she had about her husband and her husband from what she described was somebody who was very active and involved and took care of things, you know, very much a leader of the household and a provider. And I was like, you know, rather than focusing on those little things that bother you and things like that, every now and then just out of nowhere, give him a blowjob. Show a little appreciation for how he is really showing up in a way that makes you have a great lifestyle, that makes your life easy. The fact that you can just decide to go and have coaching and, you know, you don't have to worry about working and things like that. Like you want to be appreciative of those things and value those because that's what you'll grow is those great things. So I think that on both parts, it's really important to be able to not just be sitting in the what I need, mm -hmm. 
but what am I offering? What, how am I showing appreciation? How am I contributing to this situation? If I'm starting to feel lack, what am I holding back? Not right. that I didn't mean to rhyme yeah. just then, but. <laughs> no, yeah. that was cool. That was cool. Might get you set up with a record label. Right? Um, the best compliments are the ones you don't fish for. Yeah, uh, it's the ones you don't fish for. Uh, it's when a woman notices you uh, when you're not even trying to impress. It's just you know just being yourself, and uh, even when the woman. So um, try to try to find those those unique ways to compliment. And, and the compliment it, it could be it could be. Um, I love how you treated. It doesn't always have to be directed at you either. Like there are times that you can compliment. The kindness that your woman may exhibit because uh, let's say you're out in public, a woman falls to the ground. Your woman's the first one to say, oh, let me like your woman goes to help her and pick her up. That should be celebrated. Yeah. You know, that's your woman. Your woman's re representing you. You want a woman that's going to sit there. She can get herself up. Like, like, you know, like, do you want a woman <laughs> like that? I mean, or do you want a woman? You know, do you want a woman that's kind and generous and uh, and 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 polite uh, and make sure you come out? I, I love I love how I love just your heart. I love your heart, baby. I love how you you aim to be uh, um, helpful to people. You go out of your way sometimes. And it, I, I, I always see it. And I, yeah. I appreciate that. It, it sometimes the compliment shouldn't always be physical. It should be about who she is or character. Yeah. You know, um, please start complimenting women in these ways. This is why women focus on the exterior because these motherfucking men can't find anything beautiful about these women. Mm. I be, I, I'm, I'm being honest. This is why women lead with the body because you don't expect anything else but her for her to be pretty for your ass. Yeah, you don't. That's like, that's like which came first, the chicken or the egg. Because men are, men are, you know, uh, notoriously mm -hmm. visual, right? And men give way more attention to women who are good looking. Yeah, simps. That's why I said stop doing it. I, I mm -hmm. mean, look, acknowledge her beauty, but there's got to be more than that. In order for her to come into our lives, sure, we're attracted to you, but are we attracted to, can we trust you? Are you reliable? Do you show up on time? Uh, how do you run your life? Because you ain't going to come over here and fuck shit up. So it's like, and I, I, I mean, it's not, I, this is the way I teach. You know, I teach this because most men are not doing this. And so start to focus on the beauty within the woman. There's got to be something beautiful about this woman other than her fucking ass and her, and her, and her breasts. And there's got to be something else. But here's the thing. A man that doesn't see the beauty within himself can't see the beauty within another. He yeah. can't see it. Yeah. A man that's just focused on pleasing that thing, he, he ain't thinking about beauty. He's thinking about, he's thinking about childish things. And, yeah, and look, yeah. there's a time for that. You know, there's a time for that. But I just want to see more men start. If you want a different behavior to be produced from a woman, then a different behavior must first start with the man. That's my yeah. opinion. That's my yeah. opinion. Yep. Um, real quick, shout out to uh, Orozco. That's my guy. Appreciate you, bro, for the two hundo spot. Um, I'll be spending a, a, a large amount of time with him tomorrow for some personal coaching. Very long. We're going to need a vacation. Uh, I'm looking forward to it. Uh, yo, fam, problems occur when a man abandons the uh, problems occur when a man abandons the leader. Facts. Uh, salute to you both. Yes, uh, when he, uh, I would imagine he meant when he abandoned his, his leadership role. Yeah. Uh, that's what he meant. Uh, great comment. Thank you so much. I look forward to tomorrow. And let's run a brand new ad for Daniel Orozco.
All right. Thank you so much for that, brother. Appreciate you, man. I like that video. I like Omnis, too. Um, Bernie Yale back in the building. What's up, Bernie? I see you shaved off that beard. Uh, you look nice, uh, clean shaven as well. Salute, Coke Coach. Good to be back. Hey, nice to have you back. Um, hope all is well on your end, and thank you so much for that uh, $100 uh, super chat. I also have a button for Bernie. Uh, I haven't played it in a while, but uh, oh, damn, hold up. There we go. I got. I have a button for Bernie here. Good to have you back, man. Hope all is well. Remember, focus is the key, Bernie. Focus. Every man, focus. Decide who you want to be. Get locked in. The worst thing about a man is when he's back and forth, back and forth. Oh, oh, oh. get focused, man. Get focused. Build that life you want and get zoned in, tunnel vision. Get focused, man. And um, that's, the, that's the number one downfall of men all over the place. Get focused. Decide what you want and stay there, at least for a while. And when the time has comes to transition, you transition. Mm-hmm. Uh, but focus is the key component to success for, for people in general, but, also, but specifically men. Um, I'm looking for this, man. There's so many buttons here. Uh, I, I got to play it. Pardon me. That's all right. Do what you got to do. I agree with you on the focus thing. Focus is very important. Mm -hmm. Here we go. Thank you, Bernie, so much. Appreciate you, brother. Um... Where are we going? All right, number, <laughs> number four. We're on number, number four. four. I, I think we're on number four now. Yeah. So it goes in the dating. So I'll make it. I'll make it. I'll make it brief. Mm-hmm. Dating is easier, in my opinion, when you're in a relationship. If if dating mm-hmm. is harder for you, uh, you you're not leading your relationship. Mm-hmm. So I, I want guys to know this. If you're in the right relationship, life should be easier. If you're, okay, I, I got to say this. Every <laughs> facet should be easier, okay? Mm-hmm. Does it mean, okay, now easier doesn't mean less work. Sometimes it's more work. Yeah. But it doesn't mean it's difficult, okay? And there's a different kind of dynamic to whatever it is you're doing. So it's like, uh, like I said, it's, it's, it's the two of you doing things together. So I want to say this. If you're in a relationship or a marriage and it's, tiresome like unnecessarily tiresome everything you're in the wrong relationship dude yeah. you you are the wrong man and you pick the wrong woman and it's probably time to have a sit down and decide hey we're either gonna restructure this thing and get this thing on track now or this relationship has to end yeah. okay and so i want guys to know that when you're in a relationship date should be easier they should be fun too. Like when you guys order food and shit, you guys should have your little inside jokes. You know, uh, you know each other. Let's go to you go to the you know you go to the bathroom. You come back. Everything that you, your woman knows exactly how you order shit. She's like, babe, I got your diet Pepsi or whatever. I got your I got your beer MGD. Whatever it is you do. Like when you're in a relationship, you get to know each other, and dates should be more fun. Yeah. I actually think dates are 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 more enjoyable when you're in a relationship because you know each other. You're kind of taking a break from the grind 
but it's an enjoyable grind. It's not like a grind. Oh, like it's an enjoyable pursuit. It's an enjoyable endeavor the two of you have to build what you have. And so I feel like dates are more enjoyable in a relationship than when you're sitting there across, and this goes into my number five, from a stranger. Yeah. Now, it's not to say that you can't have a fun date with a stranger, because you can, and I've had many of them. But there is something to be said about um, going out to eat with someone that you've had, you have history with, uh, you know each other, mm-hmm. you know you know what each other eats. Even as you get older, man, shit, I might be sitting there and go, hey, SNO, give me a give me a Tums, and she'll yeah. have Tums. See, because <laughs> I have indigestion, so she's like, okay, I got I got your ibuprofen, I got your Tums. You know what else you need, baby? I got a Sprite in this motherfucker somewhere. And like, and so it's like, and when you're in a relationship, you get to know each other. See, I you know I, I got indigestion now. Uh, <laughs> now I, you want probably, to I probably I probably need to start drinking. Uh, I think I think the drinking I, I felt better when I was drinking. Uh, no, uh, uh, but no, it's um, your woman knows you. You get to know each other. You know she's got all your little you know favorite goodies in her bag. Um, you know even even masks. You know you go into an establishment. Maybe you forgot your mask, but a thorough man is not going to forget. But if, if he forgot, she got it. You know, hey baby, I know I got your mask. So. It's those date nights where you know each other and you and it's just it's hard to explain, but there's no you're not trying to impress each other because the shit's already impressive. You just sit down, have a meal and it's it's sacred in a way. And so dates are better in a relationship, in my opinion. It's so cute because SNO commented, I already have the Tums in my purse. <laughs> the kiss emoji. Yeah, I totally agree with you. And, you know, when you're in a relationship and you are having those fun dates, you start to develop those things you know you love to do together. And you know you're going to have fun when you do it. I used to, um, you know, I was in a 13-year relationship and he was so good at pool. And he used to teach me pool. So we would play with other couples. I'm good at it too. Yeah, I like are pool. you? Yeah. yeah. And, Usually and so guys he- that are good at pool uh, are good at other things. Wink, wink. No, nah, go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> he was good at other things too. Yeah, but, man. you know, that fun kind of stuff that you start doing together and, you you know, it, it becomes maybe somewhat habitual, but you start to like uh, compile all the things you like to do together. It just gets better mm-hmm. when you're in a healthy relationship mm-hmm. and you're regularly doing it. Like, I think that's an important part of things to make sure that that's built in knowing that you're going to be able to yes. have that time away. Yes. And I and I think it's important to still laugh with your woman and make each other laugh, yeah. have your little inside jokes. Even sometimes if you make fun of people, I, I do that. I I mean, I do it in, in a discreet way, but I might I might make fun of somebody in public, you know, you know, but but, you know, your girl should laugh what? with you. You know, it's funny. You know, you kind of people watch and make fun yeah. of people and shit. And uh, but it's like a, it's 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 harmless. You're not you're not saying it so they can hear you. But, mm-hmm. you know, but it's 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 sometimes it's funny to people watch and, and, and kind of make fun of people and shit or even do games i used to do a game like hey um who in this room do you think are having sex tonight out of everybody in here (laughs) you know uh and uh you know little games like that shit you can even get to a point where you uh you play a fucking puzzle game or something on a tablet or uh you know those little things are meaningful in a relationship in my opinion they're meaningful uh there's a game that sno plays called spot the difference Mm um and she can never sometimes she can't get the final two check this out this is this is this is attraction mm. so sometimes she'll hand me her device and go babe i can't get the other two i get it and i'll get it done in like 
15 seconds or sometimes right, like right away. I see it right away. I just hand it to her. And she, you should see the look on her face when I give it to her. She's like, this man knows it all. This man knows it all. So it's like you guys got to have that those little things that make your relationship special. And, um, and, and, and also dates. Uh, dates, are, d- dates are more enjoyable in a relationship if you're running it right. I love that. I love that. And also, I think people forget that it is supposed to be easy and, and a playground a lot of times. Like, I think people forget that, that relationships are supposed to be fun and easy. We're so used to what we see modeled before us where it was like miserable or people didn't talk to each other or that married means that you stop interacting in that way. But, you know, I agree with you. Like, that has to be built in because otherwise, why are you together if you don't have the good times together as, as well as the yeah. bad? But, you know, you can't yeah. have good times together. Yeah. Yeah. And even the, even those, quote, bad times are growing opportunities. I mean, I don't yeah. look at them as bad. I mean, you grow, you learn, you learn yourself, you learn each other and you should come off better uh, when there's a challenge or adversity. Um, another thing I want to mention that I mentioned earlier is there's, there has to be a settledness to the two individuals because then you can sit down and appreciate simple things. Yeah. If you always need to be out flying somewhere, like, where are we going on vacation next? Like, get the fuck out of here. Just because you hate your life don't mean you ain't gonna make me hate mine and so uh you know it's like um there has to be a subtleness the two of you have to be have lived a little bit mm-hmm. there has to be a little life where you can figure things out uh, and and realize man the most important things are the moments that you that you share with one another now now are extravagant things important yes i love luxuries as you can see i'm very luxurious in lots of ways but i'm also very simple you know tonight i'll be feeding cats with a a a t-shirt on and jogging pants and uh you know but that that's me but there's a time you know i i love extravagance too but there has to be a subtleness to the two of you where you don't need to do anything but you want to do certain things and there's a different energy behind that yeah, yeah, 100%. I agree with that. I think it has to do with maturity, but also if you're mm-hmm. in your like early 20s, early mid 20s and you're in yeah. a relationship, if you're not having fun in that relationship, you need to to move on. If you're young, you should be having fun as well. I li- I like that. It's interesting you said that. The other day I was in the shower, not <laughs> I'm always thinking my brain never turns off and there's times I'll get out of the shower and put a note in my phone for a video like I'm I, like I'll just stop what I'm doing I'm, I'm get out I'm all wet and shit and, uh, and I'm typing something so I can remember it I want men to know I want women to know this too but I want my men to know this you don't have to have fun all the time no. life isn't oh I'm bored with her I, I'm not I don't have enough fun with her so I don't want to be with her bruh you need too much like life life isn't always about having fun um life life is serious sometimes it's okay to be serious it's okay to you know i i fun i have fun in everything i do shit like like buying uh anything anything i do i'm having fun but that's a mindset that's an appreciation for life and that's appreciation for self and, and so i don't need a lot of distractions i mean I'm, i treat myself so well i don't even need nothing else and so i want guys to get to that point too but i you know i like the fun factor and you're right but i also want men to be okay with just the mundane aspects of life because that should be enjoyed and appreciated too yeah and i'm also coming from the energy of choosing that right so yes. you know if for the most part, if you are young, you're in your 20s, unless you've done something that has caused you to have more serious 
responsibility that has caused more serious responsibility in your life, there's no reason to be looking for anything to be dramatic or bad or difficult mm. or hard, especially when it comes to relationships. Because there's, you know, first of all, there's no reason to be that attached to anyone unless you've had a child with them or you got married very young. But if you're young and you're in a, in a dating relationship where it's monogamous, why would you not just be choosing fun as much as you possibly can unless something mm -hmm. that's out of your control comes along and alters that, right? right I think a lot right. of times when we're young, we think that relationships are drama. And if I'm not mad all the time or if I'm not bossing mm -hmm. somebody mm -hmm. or if I'm not, yes. you know what I mean? It's like a misunderstanding yep. of what a relationship is supposed to be. You could have fun painting a room. You could have fun painting a room. I mean, mm -hmm. fun is... A, is subjective i mean yeah. you know it all depends on how you see life if you want to see life as a drag um everything you do will be a drag yeah. if you see life as an opportunity because i always say hey look while we're talking there's somebody on a deathbed right now you know taking their last breaths um and we'll be there one day if we're lucky if we can be uh, uh privileged enough to know we're about to go but um there's people out there that wish they had your minutes and so what are you doing with those minutes and who and who are you spending those minutes with? And so that's the core message for me uh, is that sort of thing. So uh, but it, it, you don't have to go to the Bahamas or on vacation to have a good time. You know, you could build the Bahamas in your fucking in your backyard if you want to. You could create an experience you never want to escape, uh, create a life. See me, I, I, everything I want. I build it. I create it. I don't need to get on no damn airplane and go to the Bahamas for what? I, I got Bahamas right here, and then I got Bahamas over here. I mean, you know, if I want to go, I'll go, but I don't need to go because it's all up in my in my mind anyway. But that's what separates me from the rest. Anyway, um, <laughs> let's we'll move on to number five. I think you're ready for one, right? I talked about dates. I think I'm on four. I okay, go ahead. Yeah, yeah. I, so I, I just did my four, so you're on your four. Yeah, yeah. So. Um, a benefit of a healthy, committed relationship, having someone who is both a motivator or a shoulder to cry on, like someone who will relate with your highest self and be there to catch you if you fall with the caveat that all those things happen naturally. Like you don't have to like force those things. Right. Mm -hmm. But having someone who's a witness to your life, whatever you're up to, whatever you're cre creating together, if it's healthy, that's a big benefit is knowing and I was the example I was thinking of is I was single when I got my um, my uh, certificate license and certification to become a hypnotherapist, and it took a couple years and a lot of like sessions and you know, and it was a big deal when I found out that my my license and certification went through. But I was single at the time, and that was one of those moments where I was like, even though I was purposefully single, I was like, this would be so great to have somebody to be like, you've been with me through all of this. Let's go out and celebrate and have dinner. So that's one of those benefits of, of, you know, having somebody witness what you're doing and, and, you know, the work that you've put in and to understand, you know, what it is that you're doing that can motivate you and then hold you when you cry if you need it as well. Having that built in. Yeah. Yeah, I like that. I do like that. Um, it, it actually falls in line with my number five, which something I've said before. I may have said it with you on one of our shows which is relationships, the right one, the right people, mm -hmm. and not just all, but <laughs> <laughs> allow you to be human. Mm -hmm. um, I said this before, the best relationships actually allow you to be a human being. Yeah. Um, you'll, you'll find out when, when superficial people are dating, they're showing you everything they want you to see. 
is usually not the real them. It's not the humanness. Mm-hmm. Uh, but when you get into relationships, sometimes you're sometimes you're uh, your woman or your man. Maybe maybe they have to have a surgery. Maybe you need to go with them to surgery. You know, maybe uh, they get ill. They fall ill. I know plenty of people that have to. Uh, should young people get cancer now? You know, yeah. younger people get cancer. What if what if your companion gets cancer? What if they have to undergo chemotherapy? They lose all their hair. Um, you know. Shit, there's times where my stomach hurts. I'm like, hey, baby, get the fuck away from me, man. I'm, I'll shit on you. You know, like, <laughs> like, like, you know, like if your girls all, I know it sounds gross, but it's human. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, yeah, hey, man, yeah. I'll shit my fucking pants right now. Hey, get the fuck away from me. Like, I'm not yeah. saying that that, I'm saying you have to be human. Yeah. Part yeah. of being human is taking shits. It's okay. Let your woman go take a shit. Uh, you know, it's it should be cute to you in a way. Oh, you took a shit, baby. All right, make sure you use that glade I put under the sink. You know, like like it, be funny with each other. Let each other be human, man. Yeah. Like she's gonna get sick. You're gonna get sick. Um you know, have you ever kissed somebody in the morning uh, when you just woke up? I mean, yeah. what do you expect to have, uh, you know, the best breath in the world? Yeah. Uh, I mean, but, you know, you still you still might kiss each other. You ain't going to have no full-blown tongue kiss. But, you know, you kiss each other. It, it's your human. Yeah. You have to be human. The, we're escaping this aspect. I'm trying to bring people back to it. Like, you're still human at yeah. the end of the day. Yeah. Um, you're going to have emotions, as you put it. You're going to have emotions. You're going to have feelings. You're going to, you know, you're going to be sad one day, angry the next, happy another. It's part of being human. But you have to govern it. You have to manage it, which is what I teach men. Uh, that's another core. Uh, you know, it's my bread and butter, really. But um, the best relationships allow you to be human. Yeah. Uh, you accept that and you even love each other more because of it, because you realize the preciousness to life. Yeah. And so uh, when you're when you're in a great relationship, you allow you know each other's little quirks like, oh, shit, did that baby don't eat the chili. You know, you had diarrhea last time or, you know, whatever. <laughs> I'm, I, I know I, I keep mentioning <laughs> fucking this gross shit, but I'm, I know I keep mentioning <laughs> this because it's the only thing that's coming to mind. Yeah. But yeah. you have to look out for each other. You know, you don't make the food a certain way. You know, you have to, you have to, even me, acid reflux. Uh, you buy a book where there's special meals in it, as SNO did. You know, uh, meals to, you know, combat acid reflux. You're human. Let your woman be human, and the man should be allowed to be human. And I think if, that, if that's allowed and appreciated, that is definitely a recipe for a successful relationship. Absolutely. A hundred percent. I totally agree with that. And just being able to be yourself, be human, and also be self-expressed. Like if you have to stifle yourself or pretend you feel one way when you feel another, you know you're with yes. the wrong person. That's the dating phase too, a lot of the time, because you're trying to impress, you're trying to uh, lure them in, you're not trying to lose the connection. And yeah. so you're, you're focusing on everything. Um, I recently had a client. I won't say his name, but I recently had a client. You know, I'm going to hold off on that. That might be a little too revealing. But there was a question that he asked me, should I tell the truth if the girl asks me this? And I said, hell yeah, you should tell the truth. Of course you should tell the truth. Now, there's a way to present the truth. You know what I mean? You could say the truth and just destroy the whole situation. But if you present it, you learn how to present uh, the truth where the other person can understand you. Uh, and there could even be maybe some similarities within your truth to the other person. Then, And that's a skill. That's a skill. Yeah. I teach this. You know, you you know, you can't just say the truth. There's a way to present the truth. Um, and so, uh, but no, uh, I, I feel like there needs to be more honest, intentional dating, which is why I put that in my first book. Yeah. Um, but I, I understand why people do 
put certain things on the back burner and only show the best sides of them because they're trying to lure that person in. Yeah. Um, so there is a level of that that must take place in reality. Yeah. Uh, but as you continue to progress, hopefully the relationship between the two of you becomes more human. Yeah, like it can unfold. I mean, I don't feel like you have to tell all your worst qualities on the first date, right? But as it unfolds, you want to be able to be with someone that you can unfold with, where it's not yes. like you have to pretend yes. that you're something different in order for, for, you know, to keep them in your life. Oh, yeah, yep, yep. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I like that one. Be human. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's important because that's what you are. And it's almost like we're trying to escape what we really are. Like, do you see birds trying to be something they're not? Birds are right. birds all day, every day. They're flying around. They're doing what they need to do. They're stocking up on food uh, so they can, you know, survive and, and uh, procreate and expand the species. It's like there's things you can learn from animals, the animal kingdom, yeah. although they have a different set of, like, reasoning skills. But... Um, they're not trying to be anything other than what they are. And now, now we're trying to be everything other than what we are. We're yeah. trying to be perfect. We're trying to be a man wants to be a woman. A woman wants to be a man. Now, look, I, I know that's a completely different story, but, you know, uh, you know, I'm not going to go there. But, I mean, everybody's trying to escape what they are. Why don't you spend some time with what you are? Yeah. Before you make any big decisions, can you at least spend some time with what you are? Absolutely. I mean, I'm, I'm a big advocate of getting unconditional with yourself, not meaning that you never strive to have anything better, but that you start to accept yourself. And I think that's part of the reason as humans, we struggle in a way that animals don't, because animals never have to think about, am I good enough? Can I accept myself? Can I be okay with, you know, how tall or how short I turned out or, mm -hmm. you know, what's going on with my body right now? Like, like that's the the practice is getting okay with myself like getting really unconditional with myself and knowing i can grow the things i need to grow and the things that aren't so great i can you know i can accept those things in myself and i can fix them if i can and if i can't fix them that's okay as well because there's mm -hmm. a cap for every bottle i truly believe that yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah and i think we're so afraid of rejection a lot of times if there's things about mm -hmm. us that we feel shameful about it's because we're already rejecting ourselves about it, right? So if I feel shame about, let's say, my credit score or debt or something like that, if I'm shaming myself about it, then I'm going to keep that a secret. And then I end up with somebody and they're like, oh, I want to get married. What's your credit score? And you're like, oh, it's a 300. And they're like, well, <laughs> you could have told me that a year ago. You know, it's those kinds of things that, that start to, to uh, wear away at our ability to connect because we're so busy being in shame around stuff rather than just saying, look, this is what it is. And if you can't be with me because of it, then do what you need to do, and I'll do what mm. I need to do. I'll put a twist on that. Uh, I like that you brought up shame. Um, I'm for shaming yourself. Uh, I am for that. Now, I'm not for shaming another. Hear me out on this. I will. I think we need to shame ourselves if we make poor decisions. I think we need to sit with shame, and we need to sit with embarrassment. Mm. But hang on. So you can do something, do something about it. Like there are times where you should not be proud of yourself. I am not proud of the way I presented myself. I'm not proud of how I lived the last six months. I feel shamed. Like that's, again, I got to remind us, that's part of being human. You should sometimes feel ashamed of yourself. Now, now you shouldn't feel ashamed of yourself and just stay there. Like, okay, I'm going to stay ashamed of myself. No, there's a time where if you have bad credit, you know why, you know why you have bad credit. You deserve to have bad credit, maybe. 
uh, unless somebody took your social security card, like your mother or father, and put some shit in your name and didn't pay for it, which yeah. that happens. But uh, let's say that you're responsible for bad credit. You should feel ashamed of yourself. And then you should put yourself in a position and invest in yourself to correct that problem. So I'm for men and women feeling shamed. Now, to sit there and shame another, yeah. hear, hear me out on this. Shame yourself. Don't shame other people. Yeah. Okay. Because we got to fix our houses and our shit before we can shame other people. That's my yeah. belief. And I don't even think you should really shame other people because once you get your shit, your shit together, now you're living in a way that you're proud of. So you could more so be an inspiration to other people rather than shame other people. So that's where I'm at. But I am for people feeling shame. I think it's a, a it can be a productive emotion to feel. I think it's necessary to feel that sometimes so you can turn some things around. Uh, I, I am for self-shaming. I'm not for – I'm not – an advocate to say go shame other people yeah. uh, but it, to sit with shame that could be the best fire of your life to produce a brand new outcome and one that you'll be more proud of yeah i mean i i get what you're saying and i think what you're saying is true except it's it depends on how you're framing shaming because to me shaming means making wrong right so if i make myself wrong i i have a couple opportunities out of that one could be that I'm, I'm wrong. And a lot of times what comes from I'm wrong is something's wrong with me or self-flagellation. But if I say I'm responsible, mm -hmm. so I, I feel the shame, you know, we, we, we feel shame in a moment. And then I say, okay, I feel shame about this, but I'm not going to put it out there. I'm not going to blame somebody else. I'm just going to get responsible. I'm not going to beat myself up about it. I did what I knew to do. And what I knew to do wasn't the thing that worked. Right. So I can let go of the shame. I don't need to make myself wrong about it. I can just say, look, now I'm empowered to be responsible about it. And I think it's just how you if you can frame shame in that way, then good. But the way I frame shame is like I'm beating myself up. Oh, that was stupid. You shouldn't have done that. Like which for me and I don't know if that's that's a feminine energy thing or not. But that self-flagellation can be very disempowering. Yeah. I got to be able to yeah. say, OK, let me just take responsibility for it. Let me sure. not. You know, sure. I didn't know what I didn't know. I think we're both saying the same things. We're just like yeah. giving descriptive, different descriptive words. But, you know, yeah. um, I am for extreme accountability. Yeah. Like extreme. Like I, that's who I am. That's yeah. what I teach. Extreme accountability. And so if you're not proud of yourself, I need you to sit there with shame. I need you to be ashamed of yourself. You need to experience that and feel that and feel the effects of what you just did. That doesn't mean that we now need to bash you further, but... You must experience the consequences of your actions to a point that you don't duplicate that thing again. Mm -hmm. That's proper parenting. And I think that's even proper leading the relationship. <laughs> you have to let your girl, if she makes a, a, a poor choice, realize the ramifications and experience the consequences of that action. She has to feel it. Men, too. Yeah, I don't think we need to force each other's consequences. Not by force, but you know, <laughs> not by force. You, if you're yeah. doing it right, you don't have to do it by force. But you, you know, but um, the problem is we let too many people off the hook, mm -hmm. and and then people must experience the consequences of their actions. Now I get it, naive, ignorant, one time. I understand that. Habitual, <laughs> fuck that. No, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no. Yeah, but now we're talking about, you know, with other people, right? So if we're if we're just No, with yourself, about with yourself. If you're habitual and you've yeah. built up some sort of neurotic behavior, you better go get a therapist or get a coach or something. You better figure right. this thing out because you're going to destroy yourself and everything you touch. Yeah. 
Uh, we don't need people like that in society. We don't need them in a dating game. We don't need them in marriages, and we don't need them at all in society. Like, you better get your shit together. Yeah, and, and <laughs> like what I'm hearing is just being able to recognize unworkability. So I think, like you said, we're saying the same thing structurally. I just think that one one is a way to sort of like disempower yourself, and one is a way to empower yourself. I mean, some people, I guess, they thrive from the wrong making, but I also I just don't believe that that we thrive as much as we can out of fear of something. It has to be a moving towards mm. something, mm. right? So if, yep. if I'm fearing the consequences, fear of consequences can be a great motivator for a lot of things. But if I'm talking about mm. relating with my highest possible self, fear is not the road to it. It's just that something that happens in my human experience. But if I can mm. recognize it, I can then say, okay, I can take responsibility. I don't have to do, I don't have to be in the, this conversation of right or wrong it's what works, what doesn't work, and getting integrity with what works. And that's the mastery of life, right? Rather than, you know, you're stupid, you're wrong, you're, you're this, you're that, fix it because you're an idiot. You know what I mean? Like, that's the only difference that I'm talking about. Well, I didn't say any of those things, but I, I understand that that would be a, a poor way to go about it. Because that's how I, I'm framing shame. I didn't say you said that, but that's how I'm sure. framing what shaming is. Sure. There has to be a flagellation. Like, I think, I think, yeah. uh, here, let me, ref let me just uh, put a period at this, at least on my, on my side. Yeah. And I, re and I understand what you're saying. Personally, I think if you're going to sit with joy, you need to sit with the opposite of joy. Like, you have to be okay with both things. Sure. This is part of life. I don't live in a fantasy land. This is reality. So, so, so yes, um, you know, even hope for the best, expect the worst. I live by that. Like, look, we're going to hope for the best, and we're going to put as much effort into producing the outcome that we want. We're going to work for it. However, what happens at the end? I'm okay with it. I got to be okay with it. And so, but you, so you have to be okay with Feeling like a fool and also okay with feeling like a winner. Mm. You have to. And if you're not, I, this is my coaching style. Yeah. I want you to sit with that fool long enough that you're like, I'm done being a fool. Mm -hmm. I've, I've, I've been a fool long enough. I've heard enough, hurt myself, hurt my future, hurt my pockets, hurt my health, and I've hurt people. I can no longer live like this. I have to change, and now I need to change. I have to find out how I'm going to go about this change. Mm. So I want people to feel okay feeling a fool and feeling like a winner. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I agree. I agree. I just don't think we feel okay if we, you know, with what I, the way I frame shame. I just don't think we feel okay with it if we make mm. it shame. Like the way the way to feel okay think, with it is yeah. to understand that it just didn't work. Yes, I you understand. You know what I mean? I, <laughs> like I don't. I, I, I diffuse like, it a little bit. Mm -hmm. Yeah. <laughs> like we have to be okay feeling things. Like yeah, like this sure. is something I tell men. I'm like, "Stop with this shit." Yes, part of being a human being is emotions. Yeah. You're going to feel emotions. I agree. But it doesn't always have to feel good. Yeah, I agree. You know, I, you 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 got to be okay with what comes with this universe, the universal laws, the one you live in, and, and which which it's a mixed bag of things. It's like, I don't always feel good, but I move forward with what I got to do. Because if I don't, well, you'd be surprised. Sometimes you can let things be a delay. It'll take care of itself. But there's some things that need your immediate attention. Whether you feel like it or not, you got to do it. Whether you're sad, happy, whatever. That's why I say, that's why I tell men, Candace, and women, try to aim to be right in the middle neutral. 
I don't favor the win. I don't favor the loss. I know. I know. It's, I, you favor the win. Okay. Obviously, you're going to favor the win. You want to produce results that you're happy with. But you don't want to go too far on the winning side because what if you don't get it? Now you're mm-hmm. devastated. Now you're creating coping mechanisms to deal with those emotions. You've mm-hmm. you've you've lied to yourself, and so I don't want people to lie to themselves. Try to stay in a new, go after what you want, but try to stay neutral because as much as we think things are in our control, and I'm a big control freak, but I've also realized that I have to obey and respect um, the things that are not within my control, and I have to be okay with where things are. Um, I and I want I want people to be okay with those feelings. You have to be yeah. okay with that. I agree, but I think the way to be okay is to think about what meaning you assign to them, right? If you assign a meaning of terminality Mm -hmm, or that mm -hmm. it's not okay, you can't get okay. Mm -hmm. (laughs) But if you assign, if you take away whatever meaning you're assigning, then it makes it okay. It doesn't make it such a horrible thing anymore. Mm -hmm. And and I agree with you. We, We are human beings. We're supposed to feel what we feel. But the way to be able to do that is to be able to say, it's okay to feel what I feel. Let me take away this if I feel this way, something something is inherently wrong with me or I'm disempowered or I'm not good enough. Like in order to mm. be able to feel it, we have to not have a story behind it. It's just, that's, it's what it is. I it's agree with the story aspect 100% and I teach on this, but sometimes you're just not good enough. You're just not good enough to do this. Uh, you're just not, you don't have the right, maybe even an athlete. And like, not everyone's going to be an athlete. Not everyone's going to be a prize fighter, a boxer. You don't have the skills to do this. And you got to be okay with what you are and what you are not. Mm-hmm. And you have to be okay with that. Like, I, I am not for, you could do anything you want in life. Just put your heart into it. And, fuck that bullshit. You can't do everything you want in life. You can't. You can't. Mm-hmm. It's just not in the cards. But you can do other things. And you but better get acclimated get okay with those with things. What's that? So then how do you get okay with that? You got to change the meaning, right? So if I, if I feel like, let's say you I have to I stop have trying to be something you're not like, does a bird try to be a lion? No. If he did, if the bird, we go back to the, the animal reference. If the lion started acting like a fucking pigeon, you'd be like, what the fuck is wrong with this? Excuse my language. Uh, the masculinity is coming out. And, you know, I, I, I like to cuss. Uh, it's always not it's always not helpful, but I like it. Uh, but you'd be like, what the hell is wrong with this lion? He acting like a pigeon, bro. Like, what the hell are you doing? Now, you, you could, you know, I just feel like, you, you, you know, you have to accept what you are. Mm-hmm. You have to accept your limitations and you also have to embrace your strengths. Like I am not for telling everybody you can win at it. You're not going to win at everything. You're not. Like that's why I tell people you'll never be able to have my game. You'll it's never going to happen. I won't give you hope. You ain't going to do what I do. Not mm-hmm. like how I do it because that's mm-hmm. what makes me unique. However, what I can do is tell you how I did it, a system to how I did it or a mindset that you can take on and do it in your way. That is what I teach. I'm not going to give people false hope. No one on the planet is going to be able to do what I do. Yeah. I gotcha. <laughs> <laughs> we mean the same things. We're just saying I it agree. different. I, you I know, we're, we're doing the same things. Yeah. Uh, I think we're done. Isn't it? We, hit, we hit our number five. I don't. I didn't do my number five. You did your number five, right? Did I do number five? Yeah. I, did you? Yeah, I, I did. I did. I, I said being human. That was my number yes, five. Yes, yes, yes. You did, you did. Which I I like that the direction it took the conversation, the being human. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we always veer off in one direction or another. So my number five is um, a the, a big benefit is having someone with whom you can practice your cycle of abundance. 
right? So I'm a big believer that so much about our experience is about understanding cycle of abundance, giving and receiving. And so when you are in a healthy, committed relationship, you get to practice that, you, you know, they're automatically there for you to practice that giving and receiving and how important that really is. Cause it's, mm. I believe it's important with all of our partnerships, with every area of our life, that we understand that life is a giving and a receiving. And a lot of times, mm. you, know, you know, specifically narcissistic people or people who've been through a lot of trauma and are unhealed, think that it's about what can I get from the world? What can I get? I got to get from myself. I got to do from myself, whatever I'm, I'm, you know, I'm with you because of what you give me. And I think that when you're in a healthy relationship to be able to practice that giving, taking, giving, taking is a very, um, it supports you. It supports you in every other area of your life, right? To stay in that practice. It's what keeps your money high. It's what keeps your business relationships mm -hmm. good. Understanding 100%. how to give with you. Yeah. I agree with that completely. That's why I put the uh, chapter value for value in my book. Yeah. I think you have to start with value in every situation. You, yeah. you begin with value. And then um, if your associations are the proper ones, then they will want to give you value in return. I mean, um, I, I, I want men to start with value. That's yeah. what I teach. Um, I'd like women to start with value. Yeah. Um, I, I, instead of, uh, what can you do for me is what can I do for you? <laughs> you know, I, I do, I even think the best salesmen are the ones that want to offer the most benefit and value rather than looking to self-serve because I get a kickback and a, and a spiff if I sell this. So I'm going to go ahead and, and try to, in some way, shape or form, guide you to this product. Like there's consequences for that. Yeah. I mean, there's, there's consequences for that. And, uh, I think the best salespeople, can build rapport fast, can also treat you like a human being. They will treat you human and they will find out where it is that you are, uh, that you, where they can benefit your life and become the provisioner of that and try to do it in the most economical way, if possible as well. You know, um, 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 both sides can win. I want both. I want women to win and I want men, I want men and women to win. I want us both to win. I, this, this has been my core message forever. I want both to win, but not at the expense of self-abandonment or uh, humiliating yourself, which is where maybe I come in with the simp, the simp behavior and the beta behavior because, you know, a lot of the things you've been taught as men or even as women uh, – as you grow older, won't won't produce the results you want, and so um, and so that's why it's 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 good that Candace Harper's here and myself. Yeah, yeah, right. And there's no nobility in being an overgiver or an overreceiver. Right? There's no health in that. It's Can you repeat that? Can you repeat that? There's no nobility. There's no health in being an overgiver or an overreceiver. There's no health in it. There's no health in it. Yeah, and being an overgiver or being an overreceiver, being someone who can never receive, so you're always putting I see. out. I see. Yeah. I see. Or being yes. someone who's yes. only looking to receive. And I think that's yes. a good indication that you're not in a healthy relationship. Whether you're I agree. whether you're sitting back receiving, 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 or you're overgiving, overgiving, overgiving. Either mm -hmm. one, that's an out of balance situation. Hundred percent. I, mm -hmm. I think that's what men do that make good money. They think because they make good money that I'll just keep giving, giving, giving. It should keep you. I mean, you're training her. You're training her to deal with you based on this concept. Mm -hmm. um, I'm for I'm I'm actually for um, like giving when it's when it's when it's helpful to give. Like mm -hmm. sometimes, for example, you could help somebody. You could want to help too much. 
Like, you could even bring in an animal. Like, there's been times I, I thought about, maybe I should bring this animal in. But I'm like, man, they've been two years on the street. This, they're street cats. This is a street yeah. cat. Leave it. Be to the streets. Um, and, and But if you can feed it and give it some water every now and then, give it a helping hand, then you could do that. But that doesn't mean you got to bring them in the house. Yeah. And, and so the same thing with women. Some, you know, they say some women are for the streets. Oh, whoa, whoa, listen, hang on. They'll say, they say in this space that some women are for the streets. Okay. They'll yeah. say, now that's true. Some yeah. women are for the streets. That's, she's, she's chosen that life. That's where she puts her time and energy, and that's where her heart is, mm -hmm. or, or that's where her, her brain is, or mind, or something. Her emotions are there. Don't try to take a woman that's for the streets and try to bring her somewhere that she. It's like that cat. Sometimes this mm -hmm. cat's been on this cat's been on 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 its own too long. You can't domesticate it at this point. Now you find a kitten or something. You know a kitten ain't been roughed up too much. Maybe he doesn't have a lot of uh, uh, experience on the street, so he might adapt better to that new environment. But mm -hmm. some people, man, you got to be able to distinguish and say, even he. There's times guys are too far gone. Even the guys I coach, I'm like, that motherfucker's too far gone. I can't help you. <laughs> I can't. You're too far gone. I can't help you. Uh, and to try to help you, you're going to cause me stress. Fuck out of here. I'm not going to try to help somebody who's too far gone. Like, you, you're not even doing all the things necessary for you to, to, to get to at least a neutral place. Like, can you get to a neutral place? Um, and so some men are too far gone, too. Yeah, no, I agree. And I think the way that women do the opposite of what you're talking about, like you're saying men with a lot of money will sometimes overgive. The way that women end up doing that is with men that are too far gone, that are like deep in their addiction or can't get their life together. So then the woman tries to take care of all of that on his behalf. Like, I think that we both fall victim to that. I mean, I, you know, mm -hmm. I, it's true. yeah, it's something to it's true. Yeah. And what I mean by to clarify there are guys that say she's for the streets simply because she don't want to have sex with them. That's wrong, okay? A lot of guys are saying she's for the streets out of a pathetic emotion, okay? I'm saying that it's good, it's, it's, it's wise to discern when a person is too far gone. And, like, you, you may not be able to impact them. Like, this, they're too far gone. And so that doesn't mean you have to do it with judgment, yeah. That doesn't mean you need to judge them and make their life worse, but you have to discern and, and see that they could be too far gone. Yeah. And so, and so, but not, not she's for the streets because I asked her out and she said no. And now, and she's banging the Limp Biscuit looking dude. So now you're mad because Limp Biscuit's <laughs> getting some, some sex, but you're not sitting over there and, and, and whatever garb you like to wear to try to impress bitches. Excuse my friend. I'm sorry. Excuse my language. I'm going, I'm talking to the guys now, you know, but, uh, you know, but there, when you say she's for the streets or he's for the streets, that determination isn't always 100%, but it's based on you evaluating them through a certain level of wisdom and discernment, and you, and you know they're just too far gone. And I cannot positively, at least at this point, impact this situation. So I'll just yeah. step away from it. If I could help you with a little miscellaneous stuff, then I got you. But in terms of inviting you into a full-blown, you know, positive yeah. environment where there's structure and routine, you don't qualify to be here. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that's it's important for people to recognize that. Right. Because mm -hmm. a lot of times we, you know, I'm somebody who would take in a stray cat or stray dog, I guess. You, for men, it's dogs since women are cats in this metaphor. <laughs> but when I was a lot younger, that's something that I would try to do. And no, you can't you can't you know, what's the equivalent for a man? A man would be for the streets as well. You can't make him a husband. 
hundred percent. There's some guys <laughs> that for, they're for the streets. Yeah. Some guys are for the streets. I, I, I've known a lot of street dudes. I, I've, I grew up around people that lived out of their cars, rock people, fucking. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I grew up in an area where I saw all that shit. I mean, there's some men that are for the streets. Yeah. They can't be trusted. They can't be relied upon. You can't give them a job. They're going to fuck up the job. They need yeah. to be street people. They need to be on the street. That's who they are. They don't want to change. You give them an opportunity, six weeks, they're back to where they started. Like, yeah. some people are for the streets. Let them be there. <laughs> It's a little delay going on, I think. Yeah. Are you there? I feel like I lost you. Am, am I frozen still? You're frozen. You're frozen, yeah. Am I frozen still? Oh. Yes. Okay. Knocking you. Okay. Sorry about that. Um, Let me also say something so real quick about the streets. I'm going to say something about the streets real quick. Yeah. That doesn't mean the streets is a bad place to be. I mean, just because you, we live in some, um, you know, safe environment doesn't mean that a person living on the streets is living a, a life they don't that they're not OK with. I've met a lot of homeless people that are like, I'm good like this. Yeah. <laughs> I yeah. don't want all that life. I don't want to conform to society. I don't want that kind of job. I'd rather be out here, maybe create a skill set. Maybe I'll do card tricks. Maybe I'll start drawing. Maybe I'll shine shoes, whatever. But if it gets me through the day, I'll stay at the show. I've met homeless people that were happier than, than people going to work. So mm -hmm. I don't want to make it sound like the streets is always bad. It's not bad. There's people that prefer the streets, and that's another realm of life. And you need to let street people be with street people. And if you're going to be <laughs> – and you stay where you need to stay if that's your preference. Yeah, no, you make a good point because it's about alignment, right? Like mm -hmm. if you know what you're creating and you just know somebody's not ready for it or not built for it, it's okay. It's okay to let them go. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Without judgment. You don't need to judge them. You're just not built for this. You're just not built for this. Yeah. And, uh, you know, it's also important, I'll stress this, to create, if you want other people in your life, then you need to create an environment that people can succeed in, too. You, it can't be where it's an insurmountable task that you can never win at. Like, yeah. there has to be some level of reward and appreciation and that they can feel like they fit in. Um, mm -hmm. if, if your rules and guidelines are so strict, you can count on all the women leaving you because they can't, they can't thrive over there. They can't yeah. feel significant, which is why a lot of time women go with men that they probably shouldn't go with. But what's the alternative? You know, this other guy is too strict and everything I do is wrong. Mm -hmm. I went with the drug dealer, but at least he talks to me. At least he makes <laughs> me feel human sometimes. Yeah. You know what I'm saying, too? I do. And so, I do. And, and so it's that psychology that I specialize in. I know how people tick. And it's like they're going to go where they're, where they're going to be accepted at. This is why mm -hmm. gangs were formed. This is why clubs are formed. MGTOW. Red pill, although I'm the king of red pill, but uh, that's where all that's where <laughs> you know, I just say that to uh, <laughs> hey, I'm gonna hold the title, I'm, I'm on the throne, I'm the king. But mm -hmm. this is why these reform it all stems back to acceptance, it's where it is all it is, it's yeah. acceptance. Yeah. And so, if you can learn how to accept yourself, you're more likely to accept other people. Now, again, clearly, though, you have to have that, that wisdom and that discernment to realize, although I respect you, I can't allow you to have a permanent spot here or maybe no spot at all. 
Yeah, sometimes because I respect you. Because that Correct. critical thing you're talking about, I've been in situations Correct. where it's like, I'm more critical. And if I'm going to respect you, I'm going to have to let you go because I don't want to be that person. And and I can't be respectful to you where you're at. So it's it's better that I let you go. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yes. For the record, guys, a lot of people complimented uh, that this is a purple pinstripe dress shirt. Man, y'all need to hire me to get your shit on point. <laughs> shit. Nice. Anyway, I, I do appreciate some of the compliments I saw float in here today. Um, I, I do everything I do with passion. I do everything I do with passion. Yeah. What's so, the fragrance? you have a fragrance today, Coach? Uh, you know, interesting that you said that. Um, yeah. I do have a fragrance sitting here. Uh, yeah. yeah, let's put it on. <laughs> I'll have it down in the description. Luxury Clone from the House of Creed. This is Himalaya. Mm. This is Himalaya, beautiful bottle, uh, silver. I bought it for the bottle. But um, the fragrance is extremely masculine. Like, mm. if, if you're a guy that likes, you know, aquatic citruses and all that stuff, the mainstream stuff, just stay away from this. This smells like you're walking in a mountainous area where there's a little fog. Um you smell the green around you. Like, this is so pure to the name. This smells like you're walking through the mountains. You know, the fresh, brisk air, uh, along with some of the um, oceanic, uh, the essence of the ocean, perhaps, or the, or the water nearby. Uh, very manly, very organic smells very very this is this is a fragrance that you buy for the nostalgia like like you are literally this takes you to uh, you don't have to go hiking you could just buy himalaya and you're hiking um i'll have it down in the description beautiful bottle luxury cologne from the house of creed this is himalaya it's also an overlooked fragrance it's not really talked about that much it's the creeds it's the other one you know or or the uh, aventus this one here extremely manly it has a slightly smoky vibe i do think it has the note of gunpowder in it and so there's a smoky element but it's slight but it's fresh invigorating but it's it's got that mountainous feel some green very manly i highly recommend that you get this so i'll have it in the champion game essential store uh, himalaya creed okay i love it (laughs) (laughs) i like hearing about the fragrances Yes, yes. Uh, well, it's been a great show. It's always good to have you, Candice. Uh, I like when we actually have a little um, contrast uh, because it's good. It's good for conversation. I don't want this to be an echo chamber where we're just agreeing on everything. I mean, that that's that's impossible to agree on everything. Yeah. I think, too, <laughs> I love it, too, that we have a little bit of... of uh, fire in the conversation, but a lot of times it's just semantics because I think it's just we frame things differently coming from you know different uh, gender energies and different experiences, but it all at the basis of it is the same kind of stuff. Do you know what I mean? Like it is, it is, it is. Yeah. Real quick about Himalaya, I need to express this. Himalaya is like for sex, okay? Like if your woman enjoys masculinity. Okay, she likes masculinity, even like a little musk, like 
sweat, like a guy that has a little sweat, but not like sweat like you ain't took a bath in three days, but like a little perspiration. This is a sex cologne. This 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 does stay close to the skin. You're not going to get huge projection out of this. So don't buy this thinking you're going to wear this to the club. This is not for the club. This is for close, intimate encounters. I want to make sure I say that this is for that situation. You're not going to go out to the nightclub wearing this. Um, you're going to wear this when it's time to throw down. And you're with a woman who appreciates masculinity. And so that's what this is for. Yeah. I just wanted to make sure I said that because I don't want people to buy it thinking, you know, just thinking, I'm going to wear this out to the night. It's not for the nightclub. This is, this is a specific situation, close encounter. And once it matches with a little bit of, of, of sweat and perspiration, it's really going to come to life. So buy that. This is a very manly cologne. This is not for boys. This is not a boys cologne. This is, this is for a man. So just letting you know off rip. It's not, and it, you know, it's not, it's not inexpensive. So, you know, uh, buy it put, on it, put it with your collection. It's a beautiful bottle, and, uh, and it does the trick. Um, this is a question that will have to be uh, examined at a later time. But if you watch my content, you <laughs> um, you should be the bad. You should be the uh, instead of the bad boy that women want, become the man that you wish to be. Number yeah. one, become the man that you're proud of, that you're attracted to. You know what? I had a guy ask me a question the other day. He's it's a paid. It's it's a pay. He paid for this video, which is coming. He was talking about like how to have firmer erections. I said, you know how I get my erections? I'm going to tell you. And I'm 42. Don't take nothing. I'm sexually attracted to myself. When I look at me, I'm sexually attracted. Yeah. I'm just like, you a sexy motherfucker. Not just the way you look, but the way you think, the way you move. You're, just, you're sexy. You're a sexy dude. And that's where that it's coming from there. I'm sexy yeah. to myself. I'm too sexy for my shirt. You know the song. Yeah. So that is the answer. Y'all yeah. can go kill yourself taking Viagra's and all that shit. Go ahead. Go ahead and do all that. Get sexy to yourself. Yeah. Look at the mirror and see a sexy ass man. Not for the woman to see. If she sees it, she sees it. See it for yourself. And that's how I look in the mirror. I'm a sexy ass dude. And so that's what gives me that rock that I'm looking for. And, and I'm telling the men, you know, I'm kind of answering this question now. It, 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 you have to be sexy to you. You have to be proud of you. You have to admire you. You have to stand there and, and just admire yourself, but not in an egotistical manner, not in some, you know, it is a little ego, but but not in some way where you're you're better than other people, where you just stand in your own masculinity as a man and you are admiring who and what you are. That will give you that sex appeal that you're looking for. You're going to go out there and try to, what, uh, what should I take? What should I do? Brother, get sexy to yourself and watch what happens. Mm, I like that. I think that's good advice for everybody. That, hey, even women, women, you want to get uh, more lubricated downstairs? You want to get more lubricated? <laughs> uh, get sexy to yourself. Think sexy yeah. thoughts. You know, um, don't, you know, don't oversell yourself. You know, you don't have to oversell, you know, but just be pretty and sexy to yourself, yeah. you know, uh, and then you're naturally going to want to throw down because you're going to feel that it's going to be it's, it's going to be an emotion. The body will respond to what's going on in your mind. What goes on in the mind happens to the body. This is why you have anxiety attack, because you're thinking things. Potentially, there's other anxieties and you should seek professional uh, care. But 
A lot of that's just coming from your thoughts. And then your body responds to the thought, which is a feeling of anxiety. So you can flip the script on that and think dope-ass thoughts of yourself, and now you feel sexy. Now parts of you that were dormant are coming alive. And so uh, you'd be surprised uh, what that can do. Absolutely. Absolutely. A little little naked mirror work. (laughs) (laughs) Right. I'm with it. 100%. 100%. Yeah. Well, Candice, it's been a pleasure. We have two shows left, guys. Uh, if we don't change it for any reason, uh, we are grown people that have schedules, so if we have to move things around, we will. But um, Wednesday and uh, next week and the following week uh, will be the finale of the show. If you want us to come back this fall, we need you guys to watch this content, share the content, like the video, comment, and also patronize. Uh, if, you get, if you receive benefit, we're not telling you you have to, but value for value, if you received tremendous benefit, you should give back. And, mm-hmm. and so that's something that you'll decide. And so... Uh, Love abundance. Yes. So uh, I'm going to save the ad for next week. Uh, I'll run it. I'll be sure to remember it. You know what? Nah, let's do it now. (laughs) We'll see you guys next week. We'll end with the ad. And then Candace, stay where you're at. Hi, everybody. (laughs) Where are we at? I have it where it's your face uh, on the cover. Here we go. Dancing backstage. Right. I, see, I see you moving. I see you moving. Our jazz hey, let, yeah. <laughs> Yes. Listen, if anybody wants me to unpack a subject, you have something specific you'd like me to talk about, um, there's a way to do that. It's uh, $100 uh, sent to the PayPal along with your question. Uh, links are down below. Um, it's $100 for me to create a specific content to answer your question. Um, it will be detailed. It's not going to be a quick answer. I will give as much value as I can. Um, um, but it is $100 per question uh, if you want me to unpack something. If you want it that bad, that's my rate for that. Uh, otherwise, book a session with me where you'll have 75 minutes with me so we can discuss whatever you need to discuss. And, um, and that's where I say the magic happens anyway. So, uh, But people ask questions. I understand it's important to them, but um, that's the way I do it these days. So. All right, guys, we'll see you next week. Candace, stand by, okay? Okay.